at 94.5 W233DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. On this election day eve, the candidates are busy. They're making their final pitches to the voters. Control of Congress is on the line this election day, and President Biden says democracy is also on the ballot. Democratic Congressman Sean Patrick Maloney from New York agrees. To the GOP and Florida Senator Rick Scott, who was asked if he will accept the results of the election. Absolutely, but what we're also going to do is do everything we can to make sure everybody, they're free and fair. And if anybody is doing, if there's any shenanigans, we are ready to make sure, we make sure we support our candidates to make sure that these elections are fair and every ballot is counted the right way. Both Scott and Maloney appeared on NBC's Meet the Press. I'm Shelley Adler. Both President Biden and former President Trump have been stumping on behalf of their party's candidates. Mr. Biden holds a rally this evening in Maryland where the Democrats hope to retake the governorship. Mr. Trump will stage his own event in Ohio where GOP Senate candidate J.D. Vance is running in a state that has turned more reliably red in recent cycles. Damage assessment and cleanup are well underway in southeastern Oklahoma and northeastern Texas. Tornadoes cut a path of destruction across the region last week, blamed for at least two deaths. People have been pulling together in the midst of the disaster. They were helping each other out. They were already out there with chainsaws and, and clearing the debris. We were working with our utilities to get that back on, and it could have been a lot worse. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt on Fox News Sunday. There is more threatening rhetoric from North Korea. Its military says recent missile tests were practice runs to attack key South Korean and U.S. targets, including military bases and command and control systems. Stocks have turned mixed now on Wall Street, with the Dow up 58 points and NASDAQ down 32 points. More on these stories, townhall.com. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now, Christian author and evangelical leader, here to remind you that God's gifts should never be taken for granted. Take, for example, your retirement savings. You've worked hard for your money, and God has rewarded you for that. Now, with record inflation eating away at the value of the U.S. dollar, those rewards are literally being taken from you. But there is a way that faithful can fight back. By diversifying your retirement account into gold, your savings can be protected. And that's what God wants. Even better... A physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group allows you to transfer your current retirement funds into gold without fees or penalties. To see how it works, text the word FAITH to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold IRAs. That's FAITH to 989898. Take action right now, and I pray that your family is blessed with continued prosperity. Satellite photos tell the horrible story. Images of mass grave sites in areas held by the Russians in Ukraine. After a huge bombing campaign, Russia took control of Mariupol in the early stages of the war in Ukraine. The Starry Krim mass burial site is located to the northwest of the city. The UK-based Center for Information Resilience, which previously analyzed images of the site in June, now estimates it holds more than 4,600 graves. They cannot tell from the images how many contained bodies, but witnesses and Ukrainian officials say many thousands are buried here. Maxar, the company that provided the new satellite photograph, said Starry Krim and two other mass burial sites in the area have been steadily growing since the spring. The BBC's Hillary Anderson. 
Syrian government forces have shelled tent settlements, housing families displaced by the country's war in the rebel-held Northwest. News and analysis, townhall.com. Morning clouds give way to a mostly sunny sky, becoming less humid, unseasonably mild again with record warmth likely in parts of the state. We're going for 75 inland, 75 for the shoreline. Incredible. Tonight, clear skies with much cooler temperatures. It'll be breezy, too, with an overnight low of about 39. Tomorrow, election day, sunny, cooler, breezy, highs in the mid to upper 50s. Wednesday, sunny, highs in the mid 50s. In the Early Warning Forecast Center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Monday. 71 in Norwich, 72 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. Tomorrow's election day, and the candidates for governor here in Connecticut spent the weekend in a final push for votes. Governor Ned Lamont has enjoyed double-digit leads in recent polls, although Republican Bob Stefanowski says his own polling shows a much closer race. Lamont defeated Stefanowski by just three percentage points in 2018. Now, both men and their running mates spent the weekend campaigning and attending get-out-the-vote events in the final push for support. The Democrats, with Lamont and others, going to have a uh, get-out-the-vote uh, event uh, tonight in New Haven. State environmental officials are warning residents that bear activities expected to increase in the coming weeks. The concerns are raised because of a widespread failure of the acorn crop this year, which is an important food source for black bears. The lack of acorns will send bears looking for other things to eat as they prepare for winter hibernation, including foods associated with humans. Environmental officials urging residents to make sure there's no food on their property to attract bears, including bird feeders and unsecured trash cans. This morning cloudiness is going to give way to a nice sunny afternoon, unseasonably mild. We're talking record-breaking warmth at 76 today. Right now... 72 in Norwich at 10.05. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Is there an actual date when bears hibernate? You know, I don't know when they uh, no, go like, to sleep. Because I want to feel safe, more comfortable if I know they're sleeping. I don't know exactly when they uh, they hit the sack for good. So there's a shortage of acorns? Yeah. Ooh, that's I didn't even know they liked acorns, huh? I did not either, but uh, squirrels looking for acorns and not finding them have wreaked havoc on pumpkins. I know that. Okay, so they, squirrels, they don't have the acorns. They'll go after the pumpkins. They'll go after the pumpkin seeds Bears inside. will go after anything that we eat. Yeah, that's correct. Hopefully it's not us. Sometimes it's us. Sometimes it's us. Yes. Oh, wonder why there's a shortage of acorns. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good hmm. question. I do not know. Well, good morning, everybody. Howdy. Howdy! Howdy! I have a listener with a good sense of humor who sent me some questions today. Questions? What kind of questions? Dear Stu, tomorrow's election day and the candidate I really want to vote for still isn't running. What should I do? <laughs> write him in. Write her in. Yeah, you could write him in. Sure. Yeah, thank you. I need a little help with these. Good morning, Mr. Breyer. My husband always wants to watch sports on television. Yeah, good I for can't him. stand it. I like the romantic soap operas. Is there any way they could combine the two so we could enjoy watching TV together? Combining the two. Maybe one there is a commercial on that uh, combines football with the uh, real housewives of whatever town oh, really? or city. Yeah. So maybe you could do something like that, yeah. Suppose maybe when the uh, football game, they're in a huddle, they could be uh, getting romantic. I don't know. Well, that's, that's a possibility. That's I guess, possible, sure. yeah. Um, All right. 
<clears throat> these are tough, these questions. These are tough. Mm-hmm. Stu, I hope you can help. Everything at the grocery store is so expensive right yeah. now. Yep. With Thanksgiving just over two weeks away, yep. the turkey price is going through the barn roof. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering what might be an alternative entree for your holiday feast. Could it be meatloaf, corned beef, hash, perhaps spam? That's what I was thinking, spam. Maybe we could start a new tradition. Oatmeal's still pretty reasonable. What do you suggest? Spam. Going for the spam? Going with spam, yeah. You have a 25-pound spam? (laughs) I think we could combine some uh, spam and get Mm. to 25, yeah. And you could stuff it with acorns. Yes, we could. Mm. Well, we don't have any. We'll have bears and squirrels coming in for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Hey, Mr. Stu, when the King of England makes a speech, is the speech copyrighted? If so, does he collect royalties? Uh Uh-huh. I think that's a joke. That's That's not a question. That's That's a joke. That's a joke. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, very cute. Very cute. Veterans Day is Friday, and rightfully so. We've all been encouraged to tell our veterans how much we appreciate their service. It seems to me that we really should show our veterans how much their sacrifices mean to us by getting out and voting in this week's election. Sure, we may not like what's going on in politics these days, but there's a good chance our fighting men and women didn't like what was going on where they were either. No. They didn't have the luxury of just not showing up because they didn't feel like it. Yeah. That is a good tribute to uh, veterans is to vote. That's a good one. Yeah. Stu, I've got to uh, finish up the holiday shopping, and nobody can agree on what we should have for Thanksgiving dessert. Mm. Is there anything that combines cake, pie, ice cream, fruit, and leftover Halloween candy? Not mm-hmm. that I know of, but she or he could uh, whip Just it up. Put it all together do, and whip do it, it up. yourself, yeah. Pecan pie, <clears throat> chocolate cake, mm-hmm. leftover Halloween candy. Ca- Halloween candy. Yeah. What else? Ugh. Or if it's too much chocolate because of the Halloween candy, make it angel food. How about or just a little pinch of sugar? Or sponge cake or something. When did being kind, thoughtful, and patient become a sign of weakness? Hmm. Mm, that's, that's a deep. good one. That's deep. That's deep. Dear Stewie. Ah, uh, that's a little irre- ir- yeah. disrespectful. Some people, uh, as an act of goodwill, will like to pay it forward. This means, for example, at the drive through window, you pay for the car behind you. Right. But if you really want to pay it forward, wouldn't you pay it for the car in front of you? Too late. They've already paid for it. That's a good point. Maybe next Doesn't time they won't. Mm-hmm. Early voting is all the rage now across the country. Mm -hmm. This is great for people who are so busy that they have trouble fitting, giving a hoot about our country into their schedules. Or those who feel passionate about their candidate and want to cast their ballot before they have a chance to change their mind. But how long is it going to uh, be before we have late voting? (laughs) <laughs> this would make people this would make people want to see how everybody else votes first more comfortable so they wouldn't have to endure the stress of thinking for themselves some some think we had late voting in 2020 yeah <laughs> and uh, we're we're doing it again we got early voting and uh, late voting i guess we're not going to know the results of a lot of these contests till you know till the end of time I think that's a bit overblown. I think we'll know a lot. I hope so. Some of them will be close, and there's a lot of absentee ballots. Let's just get it over with. It'll take a little while. Yeah. All right. We'll get it over with. By the way, folks, if you really want to get into a jackpot tonight, it's almost $2 billion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I keep forgetting to buy one of those tickets. 
Yeah, well, uh, I'll remember tonight or today. It's today. You got to buy it today. Yes, mm-hmm. for tonight, almost two billion dollars. I think it'll be two billion by the time. Yeah, it'll be two billion easily. Yeah, piece of cake. Pretty soon you'll be taking home one billion after taxes. Yeah, and then you could buy out Elon Musk. And um, no, probably not. Not, not no. yet, huh? A billion's not much to him, I wouldn't think. Yeah, a billion isn't what it used to be. Sorry. No. Okay, I'll. I didn't win, uh, by the way, over the weekend. Obviously. Obviously, you're here. No, yes. I didn't get. I suspect if you win two billion, you'd still be here. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. I'd give about a ten-year notice, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out in ten years. That's it, because I got the bread. It'll take you 10 years to blow through $2 billion, probably. Hmm. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be fun. I'd be giving a lot of it away. Yeah, you're I'd nice. be the phantom donator. I don't want anybody to know. Yeah, that's you a know. good way to do it. Yep. See some poor waitress in a restaurant and give her that gigantic tip. Yep. You know, you can. sometimes you can just tell. Yep. Sometimes you can. Okay. Well, we, it's fun to think about those things. It is, isn't it? Or I could become a miser and want more. Nah, it's not you. You never know how it'll affect your personality. It does change people, I would guess. It does change. So you're going to play it tonight? If I remember, if I think about it. Okay. It'd be nice if I got gas or something, but I don't really need gas. Or You don't need gas? No. So... I hate to make a special trip just for a lottery ticket. But we'll get the lottery ticket before the gas when, and, and then get the gas tomorrow. If you win, you can fill it up. <laughs> It'll be almost $2 billion. Yeah. It's time for the number one talk show of eastern Connecticut and southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. I don't know about you, but I'm raring to go. 889-5252 is the telephone number. Stu and his allergies continue on. And uh, let's go with the first call today. Welcome. You're on the air. Hello. Good morning. It's going to be one of those days, huh? You can tell. Nobody there. Nobody here. Hi. Welcome to the program. Speak to me. Yes, good morning, Stu. Oh, good. You can hear me. Thank you. Yes. Yes, sir. Hey, I think after tomorrow's election, all WICH and so forth should get together for a uh, political candidate uh, sign-burning event. There's one spot that I spotted. I think there must be 12 or 14 signs. And some of them I know is, but, and you know, the thing that kind of puzzles me is years ago, not even years ago, not maybe a couple elections ago, these people are so, they're so afraid to put what their affiliation is. I'm assuming the red signs would represent a, Republican mm-hmm. candidate, and a blue would be Democrat. That's some, the way we've born now. Some you can't but tell, though. Some you can't tell, you, I noticed. You can't tell, for sure. And I said, mm-hmm. these people are that yellow-bellied that they can't put their affiliation down, or even as an independent. But uh, it's politics has become a real farce. And how many of them that go there 
are actually interested in well Lord only knows what they're interested in but we have a few that are stumpers and uh, I, I of all of them I think Joe Courtney is a is a working fool he I mean that man is dedicated but um some of them I just don't know and, and uh they can't even put their association on which isn't I mean they're all party members of some sort but I think a, I think a bonfire would be fitting. Uh, I don't know where we could have it. Perhaps uh, somebody brighter than me could come up with well, a solution. They take, I hope they take them down soon because many times they're up there for months. And, you know, just enough, enough, enough. Yes, it, it is enough. You know, a, a lot of the ads that are on, they're just not true. Because I, I, you know, I stay in touch with what these people really do and don't do and and some of the ads are so full of prunes as my mother used to say mm-hmm. that I, it, some of it is not true and well, I just heard one of the advertisements stating that retirees didn't have to clear to declare their social security well as far as I know last year I paid taxes on my pension and social security and there's some states in this grand country of ours that you don't, you no longer have to pay taxes on your you know your pension but Connecticut is not one of them I don't mind paying I mean if it's spent well but it a lot of times it's not spent well but and the only way anything's going to improve is if they work together and if the party affiliation means that much to them, so at least they could put on the sign what they are. All right, sir. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking yeah. about that the other day. But thanks for the yeah. call. Yeah, well, you're welcome. Enjoy Thank the you. day. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Hi, Stu. Hi. Hey, how you feeling? Well, a little better, but uh, it's not good to have chronic pain um, for the last 10 years of my life. and. You know what chronic pain is uh, compared to acute pain, right? It's pretty bad. Is that what the problem was, your chronic pain? Well, chronic pain is seven days a week compared yeah. to acute pain, <clears throat> like when you have maybe mm-hmm. uh, like a, like an injury and then the acute pain lasts a couple of weeks and it goes away. Well, but, how do you rate your pain? There are problems uh, with uh, you know, arthritis, uh, mm-hmm. bone structure, uh, from past injuries, and, you know, you got to be on certain types of uh, medication, and sometimes it doesn't agree with you and stuff. And I'm going to go out on a limb now, Larry, and say this, because I had a friend who had chronic pain, and the only relief he got was uh, marijuana. Did you ever think of that? Well, I never tried marijuana, and if my doctor said it was all right to do it, I, uh, I mm. guess I would. No. I wouldn't smoke it. I would try it. No, in, he tried. He didn't form. smoke it. He had another form of it. It helped him sleep. I know that. So, my friend, how is it today? Not too horrible, or same same. Right, today is uh, a little better this this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, yeah, but it, when it flares up, I could go a full week with uh, really not not feeling good at all. Mm-hmm. We're getting older. <laughs> I, I wish I had a magic word for you, buddy, but um, you may want to ask about so, the medicinal marijuana. I told you about six months ago <clears throat> that, that uh, 
that Donald Trump would announce that he's running for president about a week after the uh, November 8th elections, and I think I'm going to be right on target because he's going to do it on Monday. Yeah, I do. I I believe he would. Uh, he will, uh, for sure. So, and he's uh, right now, if he had a primary against DeSantis or any other Republican, he's about 40 points ahead in a primary uh, a Really? Race. He would be? I'm surprised at that. Yep. DeSantis is not even close to him. Okay, so, that's, uh, I'm, I'm mystified by that, Larry, but what can I say? Well, I, I am, too. I, I feel the same way you do about mm-hmm. him. Uh, I don't think we need four more years of Trump in office and, and uh, four more years of uh, uh, media disruption in this country. You know what I am surprised about with, with this election tomorrow? What's that? Um, after all, what, what the Democrats, I'm not talking about your listening Democrats, I'm talking about the politicians in Washington. Mm-hmm. After what they did to us, in the last 21 months, including the president, even though he's not running tomorrow, this country is still divided 50-50. If you look at every single race, especially in the Senate, in tomorrow's uh, race, every single one of them is almost one to two points apart from each other. Mm-hmm. You, you would ask yourself, after what they did to us with the price of gas, the price of food, five million people crossing the border, Fentanyl killing 100,000 of our children. Um, one thing after the next. And, and yet, 50% of this country thinks that what the Democrats did in the last 21 one, one months is perfectly all right, and they're voting for them tomorrow. And I can't, I can't think, I can't, oh, I can't fathom why. Maybe I'm, I'm thinking wrong, or maybe there's something wrong with me, but I cannot figure out why, why... It's this close. I, I understand. Cannot, I can't figure it out. Believe me, still. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, and uh, it's just. Why would uh, they vote for these people again mm-hmm. after what 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 we've gone through, and what we're going through today? Uh, I have no answer. Oh, by for the that. way, don't don't have a don't have a say to, to, to uh, you can't say anything to me about calling a president an idiot anymore because on Saturday he was in Illinois and he was doing a, uh, a, a, a talk there and there were some protesters uh, with uh, signs just holding them. They weren't heckling them or nothing. They were holding signs up that says so- socialism. So he got pissed off. Yeah. And I don't know if you heard the clip or not, but he, <clears throat> he, he, he called them a, a bunch of idiots. Yes, I uh, I heard, I read about it, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, when, if he can call us idiots, I guess I can call him an idiot, right? Is that the way it works? Well, you can, because right now it's still a free country. Oh, okay. I, I'm just wondering if the president thinks he's got enough class to call all of us idiots the way he did. Uh, so, did you hear some of these other clips over the weekend? from from, from these? Did you hear that guy on MSNBC that... Um, uh, he's uh, he's a journalist for presidents, a, a historian. Mm-hmm. Do you hear the remarks he made about um, if the Republicans take office uh, tomorrow, that it could affect our children in a way that they could be arrested in the future and even killed? Yeah, I've, I've Did you seen, hear that remark? That was one of them that I've seen so many ridiculous ones. Uh, the, the big thing now is... Uh, we're going to lose our democracy. What the heck is that all yeah, about? Yeah, never mind. Never mind. If you want to say we're going to lose our democracy, go ahead and say that. 
Okay, don't say that our children are going to be arrested and and, and even possibly killed. But to make a statement like that on on um, uh, this is the hatred that's in our country right now, still between um, one side and the other side. I'm not even going to call it Republicans and Democrats. Well, I think I just uh, want to leave it at this, Larry. I think they're insulting the American people to think that. Uh, some people might buy this rhetoric, and because you said it's so close in some races, maybe they do. I just don't go. I yeah, don't they get do. It. And one other thing, I'll let you go, just to let you know that I'm fair, even though I'm a Republican. In the Georgia race between Republican uh, Herschel Walker and uh, Warnock, the Democrat, I don't think either one of them are fit to serve in, in the Senate. How's that? Well, I okay, agree, I agree with you on that one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Neither one of them are fit to serve in the Senate, and right. the Republican or the Democrat. And that, um, have a good morning, Stu. All right. Take care. Thanks for calling. All right. Hello. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, Susan. What's oh. up? Want to talk about brownies? Um, like, no. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hold on a sec. got to yeah, take a short okay. break. Okay. Don't go away. Got to take a short break. Time is moving quickly here, and the... Voting days tomorrow. This is Mayor Pete Nystrom, along with School Building Committee Chairman Mark Betancourt, speaking with you concerning the school bonding referendum that's on the ballot November 8th. State reimbursement will reduce Norwich's cost by two-thirds, and we may be able to save more than that. Failing to pass this referendum will force the city to pay for repairs to existing schools with no state reimbursement and actually cost the city more than building new schools will. I, for one, do not want to pour good money after bad trying to support an inefficient and old system that costs too much to operate and doesn't properly support our students. With state reimbursement, it will actually cost less to build new. It will allow us to save operational costs, provide the best opportunity for our students, and make Norwich a more attractive community in which to live. Building new schools just makes sense. This is Mark Betancourt. I ask that you please support the school building referendum on November 8th. This ad was paid for by attorney Samuel Browning and or Mark Betancourt. Another Connecticut bank is being acquired by a large out-of-state institution. How much does your bank value you if they're selling your account again? This is Nick Kaplinson, president and CEO of Dime Bank. If your bank has proved once more that shareholders and profits come first, maybe it's time to let them know you've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Stu Brian with you, WIC. Speaking of time, uh, your clocks should turn them uh, back, right? 1027 right now. It's 1027, but not really. You're on the air. Welcome. Okay, oh, hi, Susan, Stu. go right ahead. All right. I, I have things that people need to know if they have not voted yet, okay? Now, locally, 
um, with Mike France on the ballot, think we're getting somebody finally from the southeastern Connecticut area, and he is ex-military, ex-Navy, and we'll get plenty of subs and boats built. No problem. Number two, Stefanowski. He's from the middle of Connecticut, right on the line. I think he lives right on the Connecticut River. I'm not sure what town, but I know he's mid-Connecticut. Now, uh, for Governor um, Lamont, he is in Greenwich. Blumenthal is in Greenwich. And Courtney is over on, I think he might be Cromwell, but I know he's on the other side of the river. He's on the western side. We need people that know our side of the state, like Rob Simmons did when he was in. So I'm just letting everyone know about that because, like, with Governor Lamont on um, Sunday, big article, energy bills are going to go up sharply, and it says no matter what supplies your power, you're going to pay more. And they ought to make up their mind. Either we have low oil supplies, we have low gas supplies, we have, uh, it's to Ukraine. It's to hear this cornball article that they wrote. And, okay, and um, in it, oh, Eversource, our arch enemy, wants to raise the prices 40%, and Governor Lamont is the one that made the deal with them and are allowing them to do it. Their profits this year, $349 million. Compared to last year, $283 million. They made a whole million more. I wonder how. And, um, and All right, hit, if, me, hit me one more, and i got to run. Okay. <clears throat> if they really were lacking the oil, the gas, it's Ukraine, it's this and that, then why are they oversource customers being encouraged to get state and federal assistance if they didn't have any energy to give out and it's going to be less, then how can they guarantee that these people that get on federal dole or the state dole um, are going to get electricity. That, it doesn't make any sense. To me, that's a payoff to vote for um, Lamont. And he's got his $54 million. He could go play with that. Blumenthal, he's rich. <coughs> Courtney, he made money in the stock market. They all did. In fact, I don't care what I don't care how much money they make. I just want them to do a good job. That's all. About that, ninety-eight mm-hmm. people in the Congress and Senate were doing. Um, I don't know if they call it insider trading, but they have all made big. Well, Susan, I hope you get up early and vote tomorrow. Oh, I've already voted. Oh, you already voted. All right, oh, good yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, we. Uh, um, yeah. Three, it's going to be turnover Tuesday. The lever's going from the left <laughs> to the right. All right, thank you for calling. Uh, as long as your lever is at 1310WICH, 94.5, please listen to our program or you'll lose your democracy. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Stu. Good morning, sir. Uh, as far as uh, national politics go, I've already voted. Uh, because of my, uh, I, I have a handicap. Mm-hmm. I've uh, made my, I dropped it off at the 
uh, City Hall now. Good. And, Get uh, that done. Mm-hmm. I voted uh, all Republican except for one person, mm-hmm. Joe Courtney. I think Joe Courtney has done many, many good things for veterans. Okay, and great. Mm-hmm. Sir, are you there? Did you fall in the ballot box there? I lost you. Yeah. Everything was in the ballot box. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, well, uh, thank you for voting. And, uh, and Stu, mm-hmm. the one problem I have with the way I voted, uh, and, and I do have a problem with it, I am voting, I'm a revenge voter. And I think there are going to be uh, thousands upon thousands of people that are revenge voters now because they don't like what uh, Democrats have done. Um, I'm, I'm not exactly thrilled with Donald Trump um, and the Republican Party. Um, but I, I'll tell you what, a lot of people are going to be voting because they want revenge upon Democrats today. Well, I'm sure and the reason for people to vote is that uh, what candidates are going to make this country better is should be the... And guess what? No matter that, what that's party. the wrong way I'm voting for it. Mm-hmm. But that's the way things are now. Because we're going to have, when things are done... It's going to be a 51-49 split, and nothing's really going to get done in this country uh, unless we have any, uh, you know, back and forth. And as far as uh, knowledge goes, uh, I voted against the uh, school uh, the school uh, mm-hmm, to build the new schools. Yeah, all right. Uh, I, I'm I'm sorry to do that. Uh, I think we need it. But uh, when gas uh, utilities are going to go up 30% and stuff like that and inflation. But one thing I think we do need in the city of knowledge, we need a new police station. Oh, that's a tough, that's a tough sell. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. And, 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 and everything is timing in politics. Just like uh, the governor's race. Stefanowski would have a better chance if the pandemic didn't come through and and and, and the governor did a pretty good job. But uh, everything is timing in politics, you know? All right. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, you have a great day. Appreciate the call. Anytime. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Hi, Stu. How are you today? Hey, okay. Thank you. I, you know, Larry, I agreed with half of what you said and disagreed with the other half. So, see, sometimes we aren't that far apart. Okay, um, that's I nice. I've had chronic pain for 26 years. Yes, it's a, a blank to deal with, but if you can get on the right meds and have the right attitude, it's usually deal. you can deal with it on most days. Um, the other callers said it's going to be a red wave. I'm praying to God it's not. Oh, but the thing Larry said, he can't believe it's so divided 50-50. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it either. But for the other reason, I can't believe so many people are still willing to vote Republican after we had a president who wouldn't hand over the reins to the next president on an insurrection on January 6th. And many, many people running for Senate 
Congress and governors that still won't say that the election was fair. So that's the number one issue with you. Excuse me? So that is the number one issue with you. I mean, think about it. Whether you believe it, some of your callers don't think it was an an insurrection. It was. But even if you don't call it an insurrection, he is the only president, I don't know, in recent times, I don't know about, you know, 150 years ago, that didn't hand over graciously the reins of the White House. He left out the back door like a coward and didn't have the graciousness to greet the next president to, you know, hand over the reins. They usually leave a note for them in the desk drawer from what I've heard for the next president. He didn't do that. So my one hope is that one person said something yesterday, and I didn't think about this. Um, I'm drawing a blank. It's one of the um, long-term CBS reporters. He has gray hair. Um, it'll come to me. It's okay. said one of the demographics not counted in all of these um, surveys and um, predictions, he said after Roe versus Wade was thrown down, millions of young women went and registered to vote that hadn't mm-hmm. been registered. He oh. said that group is not <clears throat> surveyed That's good. because yeah. they go to former voters. So I'm hoping to God across the country young women <clears throat> come out and vote. So let me vote. ask you let me ask you this. Alright, just say the uh, those other things didn't happen with January 6th and, uh, um, you're happy with what's going on in the country now with the Crossing over okay. the border and the crime and the, and the inflation. I mean, isn't that enough to make you think? Okay, uh, the inflation. If I hear one more per, and what kills me in this is so many people say the economy is their number one issue. Mm-hmm. The whole world is having economic problems. I love the ads that they blame this one, then they blame another one for the economy. Like jo- Joanna Haynes, she's not on our side, but I mean on our side of the state. But they're going after her like she made the whole country go into you know, uh, depression, never mind almost a recession. The whole world is having what economic about the, problems. Uh, Are we going to blame the Biden people for mm-hmm. all the economic woes in Europe right now? It's a worldwide problem. What about the and price of uh, oil because we don't do our own drilling? I don't think that's the reason oil prices are high. You know why, Stu? Why? Exxon and Mobil have profited more in the last two years. Record profits. You know what most of this problem is it's not democrats it's not republicans it's corporate greed go look at the companies that have made record profits in the last 48 months so many oh and you know why they had an excuse we'll blame it on covid well and some of it is on covid like some things couldn't get shipped out and whatever but they're if they didn't have a single problem they're going to blame it on covid and jack your prices up so they can make more money that's who we ought to go after the corporations that are taking advantage right, of all of Republicans, Democrats, Independents. Thanks for your so point of view. Real, real problem. All right. Enjoy the day. Thank you. You too. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hello. Um, I have two short things. I'll be real quick, and I just wanted to say, um, watching the uh, the uh, political ads, the best one I've seen so far was with um, George Logan in it with his mom in the kitchen. He's going down the list of things that are affecting uh, most people 
And when he goes down to saying adobo, she turns and says, adobo? No! And I'm thinking, I love it. That was, that was one of the best political um, commercials that I've seen. I haven't seen that one, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. Ah, no, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty cool. I, and I think um, he'll beat Johanna Hayes. And my other prediction is, I hope, um, Mike France wins over Courtney. All right. Then you had another point, or was that it? Um. Oh. Okay. The gentleman was talking about signs and whatnot. This day and age, today, um, that's why I don't do bumper stickers and whatnot because people today, especially on the verge of this election, um, are hot. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. I wouldn't want to be targeted. Uh, keep it to yourself. It doesn't matter who you support. Um, yeah, there's you a know. lot of uh, there's a lot of crazies, and that's why a lot of people don't put bumper stickers on because they don't want anybody scratching their car because people can't stand somebody with a different opinion. So uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. Okay. All right, buddy. Thank you. Let's take a break. 889-5252 at WICH on this exquisite Monday. Goodness. Fox News commentary. Donald Trump just couldn't help himself and had to go after Ron DeSantis just days before midterms. And folks, I can't say I'm not disappointed. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. Starting to realize your small business is a little overwhelmed by the holiday rush? It's still not too late to get all of your shipping and mailing under control with Stamps.com. Sign up right now, and you'll be printing your own postage in just minutes with discounted USPS and UPS shipping rates. Just go to Stamps.com, click the mic at the top of the page, and use code BUSINESS for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. That's Stamps.com, code BUSINESS. Now, Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis may have never been elected in Florida to begin with. He owes Trump a lot. But for Donald Trump to take a jab at Ron DeSantis this close to midterms, well, that really upsets me. I have a feeling a lot of you listening as well. At a rally over the weekend, Trump gave DeSantis one of his infamous nicknames, dubbing him Ron DeSanctimonious in front of a large crowd in Pennsylvania. Now, it's no secret the two are rumored to be contenders for 2024, and it's no secret Trump has a robust ego, which I normally don't mind. But to go after one of the most popular and successful Republican governors in the nation, this close to midterms just doesn't sit well. Cut the shenanigans and focus on the big tent and the red wave. This is no time for friendly fire. Eyes on the prize and let's win those midterms. I'm Tommy Lahren and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. As our state senator, Heather Summers is delivering results for Eastern Connecticut and challenging the status quo in Hartford. Fighting for our families, Heather Summers worked across party lines to pass a $600 million tax cut, stood with police to keep our communities safe, and defended parents' rights in our schools. Fighting for lower taxes, Summers successfully eliminated retirement taxes for seniors, expanded the child tax credit, repealed the tax on medical centers, and paused Connecticut's gas tax. Fighting for affordable, high-quality health care, Heather Summers passed a landmark plan to combat the opioid epidemic, helped ensure first responders with PTSD get the care they need, and passed solutions to expand access to care for women. Heather Summers is fighting for our families, for lower taxes, and to deliver results for us. 
I'm Heather Summers, candidate for state senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Heather Summers for state senate. Still right with you. Adipos, treasurer. Sunny skies, less humid today, 76, 39 tonight. Hmm. Cooler tomorrow, but sunny and 57. 73, back with more of your calls coming up. Celebrating 35 years, the Norwich Arts Center is a vital part of downtown Norwich. Events include First Friday in the Art Gallery and live music in the intimate Donald L. Oat Theater. This week, Wednesday, November 9th at 7.30 p.m., NAC's Blues on Broadway presents the exciting Sonia Ray Taylor Band. Sonia's been likened to a fiery female combination of Warren Hayes, Bonnie Raitt, and Amy Winehouse. From the moment she takes the stage, her talent will mesmerize you. For tickets and more information, visit norwicharts.org. NAC is supported by an ARPA grant from the Cultural Coalition. Stu Bryan with you. I hope you have a great Monday here. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hey, Stu. Hi. Hey, I was thinking of a type of a bewitched episode. Imagine if somebody nowadays, even if they didn't have the knowledge of nowadays, was transported back to, like, the 1,000s or 1,100s of time, and uh, they had their, their smartphone with them, and it worked for some reason. Imagine if they used it, they'd be like one of the the smartest person on earth if it went back to this time telling everything it does. Well, you have quite an imagination, my friend. Yeah, but I've been studying on the phone now uh, mucus, sputum, and phlegm, and there's a reason why. Oh, my God, what is this? What are you talking about? It, uh, well, me and my mom are both sick and got about the same thing at the same time. You sound like, my mom you sound thinks like it's it. a regular cold, but I'm saying, you know, it's it's really difficult to tell, though, because a lot of the symptoms of COVID and a regular cold are a lot alike. So she's hoping for the cold, but we just got it, so we'll see. It's amazing how many people have the same thing. I've been having all kinds of allergy problems this season, but, you know, it's a combination of a lot of things, I guess. But you're not alone, yeah. my friend. Yeah, that's, and um, even I think there's some things that are allergies for some people, but... Um, it just affects most of the other people as a just a bad um, thing altogether. Like somebody may be allergic to poison ivy, and somebody may not be allergic at all. Well, but you know, people... if you if you are suspicious that you may have COVID, it's would be advantageous to take the test. Yeah, and that, I, I tried to you know back uh, a year ago. I was trying to keep everything so isolated and cleaning all you know cleaning off the grocery cans and all the stuff. And um, I was even, when my mom, in a half year before that, when COVID was halfway through, uh, when my mom would get letters and cards, we'd let them sit, um, you know, and sit in the sun to make sure if there was anything on it, we wouldn't get it. But we're in a place now, it's a beautiful place. I love it, and she loves it. Thing is, though, when you have a lot of hallways and a lot of apartments, you're bound to be way more exposed to stuff than if you was just living in a house. Well, you, you don't want to be a hermit and hide under the bed, because who knows what's under the bed. But uh, you do the best you yeah. can. You wash your hands, and uh, if you do think you need uh, a physician to check you, then get it checked. Go to a pharmacy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, under the bed. You reminded me. I, I saw the show Mom this morning. It's a situation comedy, and the, there's the grandmother, the daughter, and the granddaughter. But the grandmother gave tried to wake up her daughter, and um, so she rolls her off the couch. She picks up the uh, the blanket and sheet she's laying on the couch with. She rolls off in front of the couch, and she said, "That'll be your therapy." But the funny thing is, the way it worked, Christy, the daughter's 
down below looking at under the couch because that's where she landed. She says, oh, that's where that meatball went that rolled off my plate last night. My God, yeah. Listen, that, I, that's, I, that's, I, we got to keep the funny stuff going. That oh, show keeps course. me and my mom going. Well, good. I, I hope you and your mom feel better. Thanks. Yeah, I hope your allergies work out too, Stu. Thank you. Okay. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Hey, okay. What's up? What's up? I like the fact that um, Obama and Biden and stuff were were telling what's going to happen if Democrats win because they're talking about, you know, giving away democracy where there's banned, you know, like the Republicans would be banning books, the Democrats that are. Isn't that um, amazing, huh? There, there I mean, wouldn't be any corruption. It's really sickening but, to watch these things. It really is, honestly. Yeah. But um, Biden yesterday, and I guess he said it over the weekend twice, that no more drilling. So um, mm-hmm. no more coal plants. They're going to shut no them all coals. down. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, now, of course, the White House is trying to dial us back. Well, they don't want to lose the Pennsylvania votes and all that jazz, you know. And West Virginia and Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. I mean, Manchin came out angry, um, but he should have stuck to his guns initially um, instead of being, you know, bribed out. But, um, you know, I, I voted by absentee, and I voted all Republican except for one. And my one was Kathy Austin because mm-hmm. she does do a lot for this community. Um, I don't like her votes on on the budget, but I decided I would I would still vote for her because of all she's done. Okay. Um, but everybody else, I voted Democrat. I mean Republican. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully, I don't I don't have much hope for. You know, Blumenthal losing or Courtney losing, but one can always dream. You know, one thing. One what? Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, all right, my friend. It is beautiful out. It's seven. I have seventy-two degrees on my computer. Should be no but reason not to vote tomorrow. To It'll be great too. Thank yes, you. Bye. Thank you for voting. And if somebody votes somebody different than you, that's okay. Because that's the American way. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Stu. How are you? All right, sir. I'd like to address the woman who called, uh, whose only concern was the presidential exchange of power two years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe she'd like to pay for my heating bill, my food bill, my gas bill monthly. Because um, we have problems in this country now, and if people don't vote the correct way, these problems will continue for another two years. Obviously, she must be a billionaire if she's not concerned with the prices of everything. Well, I don't know. Uh, All I know is uh, that's the reason why she's voting the way she is, because of the January 6th and uh, Donald Trump, which is still, the name is still around every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they should let that go. The current president is in charge of this country now, and he's Mm -hmm. the one making the decisions, so... He needs to be responsible for the way things are now. All right, sir. Thank you. Have a good day, Stu. You too. Thanks for checking in. Let's take a break. I want to hear from you. 
889-5252. Lots of things to talk about, as you know. Do you remember the disappointment last year when you tried to buy anything? And because of the pandemic, there wasn't anything available? Well, Lazy Boy and Bill's Bedding are happy to announce that there are plenty of fantastic Lazy Boy recliners in stock at Bill's now for the holidays. And more coming every week. Over 250 recliners in stock in all price ranges, including manual and power versions. All at lower prices than the big box store. For instance, the Reed Power Rocker recliner with wireless remote and power headrest now sale price for just $11.99 no other recliner has made a handheld remote and rocks and reclines except lazy boy and bill's benning is a complete lazy boy dealer with recliners lift chairs reclining and stationary sofas and more you can add to your holiday budget by putting your purchase on bill's 12-month equal pay financing with no additional fees or charges and save even more because bills will deliver your purchase for free and take away your old recliner too make your holiday special this year with the new lazy boy recliner from bill's betting 640 North Main Street in Danielson or on the web at billsbedding.com. Okay, dads, it's time to do the cabbage patch, the running man, or something more contemporary, the floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. My goodness, November 7th. Moving along. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, good morning, Stu. Hi, Joe. What's up? Oh, man. Well, first of all, I'm definitely going to get out and vote tomorrow. But I, I'm indecisive. I am a Republican, but I just don't want to pull all all Republican ticket. You know, I'm just going to pick the ones that I know and I think are good for the for us, for the you know, for the country. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to pick too many. I know that because I I get all these brochures and things. Bell, I, I remember some names and all, but. You know, I don't really know about them. And they all, their ads, they're all going to blow, they're all, you know, they're going to blow, like, blow hard. They're going to say how great they are and how the opponent is. And, you know, I just, I just, it, it gets to me. But today is a beautiful day, Stu. I just got done doing my chores, and it is gorgeous out for November. It certainly is. Let's take advantage of it and get some fresh air, huh? Yeah, and not, not only that, and I got to do this. I'm not a Monday morning crybaby quarterback. I'm proud of my Phillies from a wild card. They beat some great teams, and they gave the, they gave the Astros a really good run. And that's all I got to say. Sure, I mean nobody expected them to get into the World Series, and uh... not at all. It's not at all, Stu. To get the six games, you know, that's not. I think they did fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I saw that guy crack. And that pitcher was I forget his name pitching for the Phillies, and he's got a he's got a wicked fastball. But that guy crocked it, man, right up in center field. Got the three runner. That was the end of the game. I knew it. Yeah, they should have kept him in, but they didn't. So what can we <laughs> yeah. say? Second so, guessing. Hey, should have, could have, would have, right, Stu? Oh yeah, we do all that second guessing, but uh, good for the Phillies. They yeah they gave them gave us a fun time in the World Series. I would say so. I, I think it was a, a really good World Series. Not just because I'm a Phillies fan. It's mm-hmm. just because they were wild card. And the other teams had much better records. And, you know, to eliminate them to get there. I, I gave them a lot of credit. That's all. All right. Glad you called. All right. Enjoy okay, the day. Stu. Thanks. Hi. Welcome to the program. Hey. Hey. Sue, voice yeah. of reason. Yes, voice of reason. Reason with me. Well, I was going to call just to talk too much money being spent on the election by the candidates it's ridiculous and you have to ask yourself why are they spending millions hundreds of millions to get elected to these positions that don't pay that often but then that lady called up 
who's called before, she obviously thinks that Joe Biden is the best thing since sliced cake. All they've got to do is look at the country in the last two years. It's gone to hell from what was one of the best countries under the former president. I don't care if you like him or don't like him, but what he did for the country for his four years under the pressure he was under with these idiots that call themselves Democrats that are trying to ruin our country, and she doesn't feel that there's anything wrong with what they're doing. Please, lady, read a newspaper, listen to a radio, watch a TV, go buy some gas, go buy some food, order fuel oil, anything. But the gentleman that called after, pretty bright guy, I agree with him. But, you know, you're going to have these people like her that vote Democratic, and if they do, they deserve what they get. The question you've asked, the question I've asked is, what has he or Kamala done or the Democrats done for us the last two years? Thank you, Stu. You're welcome. All opinions are welcome on this program. In 2020, Ms. Olsen and her colleagues in Hartford voted into law the Police Accountability Act. Removing qualified immunity allows anyone to file lawsuits against our heroes serving in law enforcement, leaving our community more vulnerable and our fellow citizens less protected. I say enough is enough. It's time for a change. On November 8th, please vote row 4B, Pietro Camardella. My name is Pietro Rocky Camardella, and I have approved this message. Paid for by Rocky for CT9. Three minutes to 11. We can get one more call in. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, I better be quick. Do you like marmalade? Do I? Yeah, I have nothing against marmalade. I just got some. I haven't had any while. I had orange marmalade and melted butter on an English muffin. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, to die for. Mm. Um, one of your callers was talking about uh, yard signs, and some people might be reluctant to put their yard signs out to demonstrate what uh, yeah, what some party they're affiliated with. People are Actually, reluctant. your, your mm-hmm. party affiliation is public information. You can look it up online. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people know that. If you want to know what party somebody's registered with, you can look it up. Oh, that's true. You can look it up. But some of the signs yeah. you don't really know which whether the Republicans or Democrats. True. Mm-hmm. Well, I do think we should maybe have an ordinance in Norwich. I don't. I'm not aware that there is one that those yard signs should come down and be put away and disappear within a reasonable amount of time. I mean, when it's a month later and you still see them floating around the streets, oh my God, you know, yeah. blowing around in the breeze, it's no fun. What is a reasonable amount of time is the question. Hmm? Well, I don't know. You'd have to find a reasonable person to ask. Oh, okay. I don't know, three, four days, five days. I don't know. You're pretty reasonable. What do you think? A week? Uh, an hour and a half. Hour and a half, okay. <laughs> I say in a week they should be gone. You know, come on. Yeah, I think a week is plenty of time. There's no reason to keep them up. Win, lose, or draw, right? That's what I say. See, you took the words right out of my phone. Oh, my goodness. I, but there's still a few more words left in your phone, so don't worry about it. Well, yeah, I got, what, 12 seconds left? Yeah, you got uh, about 20 seconds left, actually. Oh, my goodness. Well, who's coming up after the news, Stu? Oh, you are? Me. I'll be coming up after the news, and um, we will hopefully uh, get an invigorating uh, bunch of calls like the first hour. All right. Well, I'll get out of the way so you can intro the news, and I'll listen to the next hour. All right, buddy. Thank you. 
See ya. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin was a remarkable collection of bells and rocks. That's a very inexpensive uh, thing to collect, rocks. Doesn't cost much. You can find it anywhere. He's got some good ones, even some from Normandy. All right, how about the news? If you're ready for it, I am. WYCHAM 1310 Norwich, and we're on FM 2, 94.5 W233. WICHAM and FM, Jimmy Fallow with his talk show after 2 o'clock. It's 11. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. It is getting down to the wire for the candidates in tomorrow's midterm elections. They're out making their last-minute appeals to the voters. President Biden has been stumping for Democrats, while former President Trump for the Republicans is blasting Biden and the Dems for their handling of the economy, and that includes the energy sector. We're $1.87 a gallon for gasoline. Think of that, $1.87. Now today in California, they hit, they just broke $8 a gallon. Vice President Harris trying to get out the vote in Chicago. When you vote, it's kind of like putting in your order. This is what I want from my country. This is what I want from my leaders. There is a lot at stake in the midterms, the elections, determining control of Congress, ultimately the fate of President Biden's agenda. Analysts and experts project that Democrats are unlikely to retain control of both the House and the Senate, with Republicans well positioned to take control of at least the House. President Biden is likely to face roadblocks as he finishes the last two years of his term. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, positioned to become House Speaker if the GOP takes the chamber, has vowed to immediately open a probe into the FBI's search of former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. A GOP majority could also open investigations into the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan and the Department of Justice, as well as the business dealings of Hunter Biden. Bernie Bennett reporting. While more than 100 world leaders meet this week for a highly publicized climate summit in Egypt, that event is notable for who is not there, China, Russia, and India, having none of it. A deadly air disaster in Tanzania, East Africa. A plane play plunged into Lake Victoria. All 19 people on board were killed. Watching Wall Street, the Dow up 214 points, the Nasdaq ahead 12, the S&P better by 13. More on these stories, townhall.com. I'm Lance Wall now, Christian author and evangelical leader, here to remind you that God's gifts should never be taken for granted. Take, for example, your retirement savings. You've worked hard for your money, and God has rewarded you for that. Now, with record inflation eating away at the value of the U.S. dollar, those rewards are literally being taken from you. But there is a way the faithful can fight back. By diversifying your retirement account into gold, your savings can be protected. And that's what God wants. Even better, a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group allows you to transfer your current retirement funds into gold without fees or penalties. To see how it works, text the word FAITH to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold IRAs. That's FAITH to 989898. Take action right now, and I pray that your family is blessed with continued prosperity. One of Australia's largest health insurers targeted by hackers. A ransomware attack and a demand the company insists it will not meet. The hacker Medibank is much worse than previously thought. 
Last month, the Australian health insurance company said the personal details of about 4 million current and former customers had potentially been stolen. It now believes almost 10 million people are affected. Sensitive information about medical conditions and procedures have been compromised. Medibank has insisted it won't pay a ransom. It said if it did, it would only encourage more cyber attacks by extortionists. And that's the BBC's Phil Mercer. More than six months after Russian forces retreated from the towns around the Ukrainian capital, residents of that region still struggling to rebuild their lives. News and analysis at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of eastern Connecticut and southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. And welcome to part two of our program. Thanks for being with us. WICH, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Stu. Hi there. You know, uh, I've been looking at these candidates that are running for president. Mm-hmm. And I can't find anybody that comes close to D.C. Antis. <clears throat> I really can't. I agree with you. I think he's the best, and I think... I think, um, he, I think he's the best. He's so much better than Donald Trump, for sure. Yes, yes. In fact, Donald Trump ought to start promoting him. <laughs> but, yeah. But um, really, when, when I think of how he handled himself during that hurricane, which was the worst in their history, and and how how he got along with President Biden... And he 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 made it work. I I I think he would be a great president, and and I think people ought to take a second look at him. Well, I think he did the best he could with the hurricane, and uh, also I think he did the best he could with the pandemic in Florida. Yes, he did, and 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 he he got along with the president. And and you know that they they have different philosophies and everything, but he made it work. I think he would be a great president. Well, I am very surprised to think that uh, people would actually uh, want Trump over him in the primaries. Uh, I, I I can't see it at all. I can't see mm-hmm. it at all. No. Well, it's a long way to go. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, I I, I wish him well. I hope he. Uh, I hope the people take a second look at him. Well, That's all I can. He's say. very well liked in Florida, for sure. Yes, he is, and and he he did a great job. You know. Well, that's that's what I think. That's my opinion. All right, thank you. Uh, it's good to hear your opinion as always. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Hello, welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Morning, sir. I'll take two shots. Two shots, bourbon, and uh, what else? No, no, the turkey shoot. Oh, the turkey shoot. Well, I have sad news. For the first yeah. time in sixty years on WICH, there will be no turkey shoot. You know why? Shortage of turkeys. <laughs> really? Oh, that's a good one. No, I'm serious. Oh, my Lord. Well, all right. I know. Hey, the old wind chimes are chiming this, this weekend, I'll tell you. Oh, boy, it's a good chime day today, too. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Stu, that um, that Pelosi break in there, 
uh, there's something a little fishy going on there, wouldn't you think? I don't know. I've heard some strange scenarios on that story, even from NBC News on the Today Show. Yeah, that, that's what I'm referring to. I mean, if somebody was going to break into your house, what would be the first thing you'd do right off the bat? That would be to call the police, well, not to wait 30 minutes later after the guy broke into the house. Unless he didn't have the opportunity to do it, and he did it from the bathroom, which is what he said. So, uh... and, and furthermore, the police come to the door, they knock on the door, he answers the door. Now, don't you think he would have ran out of the house to hide behind the police? Instead, he walks up to the assailant, and the assailant whacks him in the head with the hammer. Well, you know, I'm at the point, my friend, I don't know what to believe anymore. But, it, you know, you can't blame Fox News for that one because uh, that was on NBC's Today Show. Correct. But, like I said, I think there's something uh, something a little more to that uh, that story than, uh, than mm-hmm. what uh, being let... Uh, led us to to believe but um uh, another thing of course the debates are over and everything now you know tomorrow's the big day mm-hmm. by the way i hope everybody pulls the right lever because if they think we're uh, doing great now i don't know but anyways uh you know maybe next time they have the debates maybe they should hook up lie detector machines to these uh candidates well there would be very short debates and, and if they stretch the truth or if they lie, then a big old Pinocchio flashes across the screen. I think I have a fantasy about that myself, but that's not going to happen. Or the, or, the, or the lie detector machine will blow up, one, mm-hmm. or the other, one of the two. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to go sit out on the porch and listen to the chimes for a while. You ha- oh, hey, by the way, did you order any oil? No, I, I didn't order it, but I know it's about, it's about five a gallon. Oh my gosh, you're 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 taking a chance here, big chance. <laughs> All right, well you're not going to need the heat today anyway, so. All right, buddy, enjoy. All right, take care. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Okay, the world is ending. No turkey shoot. No turkey shoot, my friend. I literally can't believe it. I've heard that for I think my entire life. <laughs> I know when I started how years, here. How many years did it run on WATH? I would say about sixty. Okay, I'm 60. I guess it has been my entire life. <laughs> I know. It's well, a, I'm I, sad to hear that. <laughs> that wasn't why I called, but I could hear it while I was waiting. Oh, my goodness. That is a sad, sad thing. Mm. To the two people who called to knock me in the last hour, no, I am not a billionaire. And, yes, I buy groceries, and I'm going to have to buy oil. But as I said, I'm 60, and when you've been around 60 years, you've seen the economy ebb and flow, ebb and flow. The set, I remember when I had to buy gas on opposite days of the week because there was a gas shortage. And when gas went up when I was 16, and that's the year, 1978, that gas prices went high for that time of our, our lives. Like, they weren't really high. I think high was 99 cents a gallon back then. But I was like, oh, sure, as soon as I got my license. Um, but the economy ebbs and flows, whether a Democrat's in or a Republican. Here's the question. They're blaming the, um, they think the Democrats have control of the economy. If they did, Stu, if they could make prices rise or fall, don't you think prices would have started falling six months ago on everything so they could take credit for it? 
Well, I don't, uh, you know, certainly they would love to have done that. I understand that, sure. Right. Well, if you can blame them for the increase, that means they have control over it. So six months ago, they should have waved whatever magic wand you think they have, and your listeners seem to think they have, and all the prices would have fallen, and then everybody would have been ecstatic. The economy ebbs and flows. Women's choice that had been around for 50 years was knocked out. That's way more important than the economy to me. The fact that we have people who don't believe our elections were fair and won't take the, um, won't admit that they lost if they don't like the way it turns out on all levels, senators, Congress people, con- uh, governors who say then if they win, these Republicans that say they're not going to be sure if they accept it, if they win, are they going to accept it? That they will. And to the person who said, I should read a paper or do this. I probably uh, enjoy news 98% more than the average person. I would probably say I am. Ex- I watch or I'm exposed to news six hours a day. Wow, that's a lot. And that includes radio, occasionally a paper, <clears throat> and television. What I don't do is watch 24-hour Fox News, which is an entertainment channel, people. Entertainment, look it up. And... That's why I, be- I believe what I do. The economy will change, folks. It goes up and down, cyclical, sometimes <clears throat> not so cyclical. We've had probably three recessions during my lifetime. I don't think we've had a depression. May I, may I ask you one question? Is there one network that you focus on more than others? Uh, CBS. <clears throat> CBS. Mm-hmm. And nationally, if I go for, if I'm only interested in national um, uh, CNN, I hardly ever watch MSNBC. I hardly ever watch Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, once in a while, I turn Fox on for five minutes, and after I've heard three lies in five minutes, I switch back. And um, Oh, and the other thing, Stu, I'm very disappointed. The ad that ran during your national news, were you listening? Yeah, but I'm not sure which one you know you're referring to. You know what I'm talking to. about? That God wants you to buy gold? You have an ad saying, having someone saying God wants you to buy gold. Come mm. on. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous, of course. Well, why are you airing it? I literally was like, because oh. It, we air it because, uh, you know, it's it's legal for them to put that on. You know, there are people that... But you're uh, promoting it. You're taking money for airing it. <clears throat> it's saying God wants you to buy gold. Well, that's a net- and there are idiots who believe that. That's a, Well, come on. That's a network spot. That's yeah, a, that you get paid to run. No, no, no. It, it doesn't work that way. You know, it's, Oh, you run it for free? No, it doesn't work that way. When you have a network news, that's part of the agreement. Right. That they can put their they can, the network they can put their commercials on. Okay, you're still airing it. You could come on after and say, "Boy, I don't believe in that commercial." Then, because I, I, I literally that, I waited till the second time I heard it because I thought I heard it wrong. I really I don't think, and I, I don't think it's you know to me it sounds weird, but I don't think it hurts anybody. To be honest with you. You don't think it hurts anybody? What if they invest in gold and it plummets because they mm, said God? What if it doesn't? Do it's it. always a gamble, you know. But could, they said God told them to do it still. Okay, well, I didn't hear that that commercial, but doesn't make it, any well, sense. Well, keep listening. I'm sure they're going to air it again. <clears throat> okay. It really disappointed me. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Hey, maybe God knows more than we do on on the uh, price of gold. I, I don't know. Uh, you're on the air. Welcome. I think God knows more than all of us about everything. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) 
because we're not doing so I'll great start, here. I'll start off with the guy who called about the uh, millions of dollars in ads. I'll give him a little hint. Just on TV ads alone for this election, just mm -hmm. TV, not newspaper or radio or any other kind of advertising, just TV, $2.4 billion. It's remarkable, isn't it? How do you, how do you like that figure? And the more money you have, the better chance you have of winning. <clears throat> yeah, $2.4 billion. That's just TV uh, advertising. Um, I, I was shocked to see that. Uh, and, um, so uh, this this woman that called, she's, uh, you know, she's very, she's intelligent. I, I, I like her, and I'm glad she, she's from the opposite aisle. Mm -hmm. Me too. Um, but I wish she would just, just, just once. Just once, just 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 say that Biden is responsible for one thing wrong with with what's going on in our country. Not once did she say that. She can't say that Biden is responsible for one thing. You know, with Trump, I liked his policy. I liked what he did. Gas was real low. It was two dollars a gallon. Food was real low. So why did everything change all of a sudden? Because Biden signed four executive forty forty executive orders within one week from when he came into office. This is why everything changed in our country with the prices of everything that went up. Wait till we get our electric bills. When do you get your natural gas and your oil bills come December, January, February, if you think you've seen a shock now? Uh, I'm on a fixed income. I don't know how much money this, this woman makes, but, you know, I, I admitted on the radio studio about, about Republicans. I just told you this morning that uh, the Republican in Georgia has no right to be on the Senate, the football player. I... I told you that I didn't agree with Trump, uh, that this, the election was stolen from him. I don't know if you remember that or not. No, I, I don't like, I don't like <clears throat> everything he did after, after the election, after he lost the election. I told you all of that right after he lost the election. I don't know if this lady heard me or not when I was on the radio talking about this. Stuff, but this is what I mean why our country is divided. Because certain people just cannot say one thing that their party did wrong. Not one thing. They cannot say that Joe Biden did one thing wrong to cause the problems that we have in our country today. And let me tell you something right out. We still have the greatest country in the world, even with all the problems that we have today. I wouldn't want to live anywhere else but the United States of America. Well, I feel the same way, but certainly I'm concerned of the direction that it's going, and we want to keep it that way. You know, we want to but, keep but it the do you greatest see country. why things are what I told you this morning? Do you see why things are fifty-fifty in ten states mm -hmm. for the Senate? Do you see why why I just told you that things are fifty-fifty? Because people in their own party, and I'm talking Republicans and Democrats. I'm not talking about Democrats. I'm talking Republicans and Democrats. They will not say. Let me tell you something. If I voted, if the Republicans were in office right now and we held the presidency and the Senate and Congress, and they did to this country what the Democrats just did in the last two years, I would vote every damn one of them out of office, being a Republican. I'm telling you that on the air right now. No, I agree with every that. Every single one of them I would vote out of office. Absolutely. Well, right, thanks, Larry. Okay, but this, this is why our country's divided, because people, there's only a few of me. <laughs> only a few of Larry's? To tell the truth. Huh? There's only a few of you? Yeah, that's correct. That that would that would do what I do and vote against my party for 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 doing something that the Democrats just did. People aren't going to vote against their party. This is specifically why we're going into a race tomorrow, fifty-fifty. Because no matter what Fetterman did, 
in Pennsylvania for the last 40 years of his life, living with his parents and buying his sister's house for a dollar and all the other stuff he was involved in as lieutenant governor, guess what? 50% of the people in Pennsylvania love this guy. And 50% of the people love Dr. Ross. It's amazing, but thank you. Uh, thank you, Larry. Good point. I agree with you. Uh, thank you. I mean, I'm an unaffiliated voter, but I would, if it was the other way around, boy, I, I wouldn't vote Republican. But I've never been married to the party. You're in the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Go, Larry. You know, I said two prayers to him with two different prayer lines the other day. He sounds <clears throat> great. And you know what? The VA is allowing marijuana for the veterans so, you know, to be prescribed. So if he's in that much pain, I would tell him to ask his doctor, hey, why not, you know? Um, you know the lady that called? I disagree with everything she said. Okay, but it's only because she's an uninformed person by watching CNN and all that. I disagree with what she said about Fox, albeit um, I do like Ingram and I do like Tucker Carlson and, you know, and the ones that they have on there. Well, she despises Fox News, so you're not going to convince her. No, no. On Friday in USA Today... This is when she said that the government does not control the economics of this country. That's, that's a lie. I'll, let me read this. This is in money. Fed increases interest rate fourth time in a row. The Federal Reserve did it again, boosted interest rates by 0.75% Wednesday, the fourth increase in a row and the sixth time this year. The Fed said... It expects ongoing increases as it continues to focus on combating inflation. Now, this doesn't make any sense. Listen to what comes next. They're saying if you increase the um, interest rate, you know, like house loans are now over 7%, and which is causing houses not to be sold, etc. It says, so consumers should expect their costs to head even higher and job losses to mount as economic growth slows. Now, if the increases in the federal interest rate are causing all of these hardships to happen in our economy, don't tell me Joe Biden and, and his whatever you want to call them don't you're putting the boot on the neck of the American people. Susan, yeah. i got to run, but thanks for the boot. I, okay. I do have to run. We'll be right back with more of your calls. This is a public notice from the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We are pleased and thankful for our continued growth due to customers who demand a real tree service company that continues to invest in state-of-the-art equipment, which includes our famous Nifty Lift with its lawn-friendly tires. Not only the Nifty Lift, but also our newest lift, the Dinosaur. Watch it soar up to 92 feet to handle hard-to-reach heights. Tasmanian Tree Devil will take away the question, are they insured? We will show proof of insurance while meeting with you. Why hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil? The owner, Edwin Adams, is a member of the Connecticut Tree Protective Association and is also an accredited Better Business Bureau member with an A-plus rating. Hire the company that takes care of both its employees and customers. Hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We show up when we say we will, and we do what we say we are going to 
do. What more can you ask for? Call 860-917-1953. Protect your family, protect your farm. FarmSafe 811 reminds you to never assume location or depth of underground pipelines and utilities. Always contact 811. Learn more at FarmSafe811.org. This is Mayor Pete Nystrom, along with School Building Committee Chairman Mark Betancourt, speaking with you concerning the school bonding referendum that's on the ballot November 8th. State reimbursement will reduce Norwich's cost by two-thirds, and we may be able to save more than that. Failing to pass this referendum will force the city to pay for repairs to existing schools with no state reimbursement and actually cost the city more than building new schools will. I, for one, do not want to pour good money after bad trying to support an inefficient and old system that costs too much to operate and doesn't properly support our students. With state reimbursement, it will actually cost less to build new. It will allow us to save operational costs, provide the best opportunity for our students, and make Norwich a more attractive community in which to live. Building new schools just makes sense. This is Mark Betancourt. I ask that you please support the school building referendum on November 8th. This ad was paid for by attorney Samuel Browning and or Mark Betancourt. This is Nick Kaplinson, President and CEO of Dime Bank. Ask your bank a question. Where are they headquartered? If the answer is hundreds of miles away, then are they really a community bank to you? Large and out-of-state banks put profits first at the expense of local customers. If you value a real community banking experience, Dime Bank is welcoming customers who've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. It's 1125 at WICH, up to 75. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. How you doing? Hey, okay, buddy. What's up? Well, what's up is that I'm trying to concentrate on my state, which I live in Connecticut, on who's running, and really to check out what they're saying and to just worry about my state right now. Okay. Uh, to see who I want to get in, and, mm-hmm. and uh, let's hope our fellow Americans in each of those states vote for the people they think we, you know, that they want. Right now, I'm, you know, thinking about our state, who I would like to get in, and um, that other lady. I think that you have to, you've kind of got to dig around a little bit. I watch Fox News. Um, and, you know, I've enjoyed it for years, but I also watch other channels, but they all seem to be leaning in the wrong direction, which is not good for our country at this point. So tomorrow, I guess I'll be up and hoping I make the right choices, not really for me at my age, but for our grandchildren and young children that need to have, a, you know, some kind of... Uh, safe place to live in America. But I think we got to vote for our state people now. And what else was I... Yeah, that's good. Sometimes you, I forget, but... You vote who I you think, think's the best person, that's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's about how it is for me. <clears throat> now, my daughter is in Florida. They love the governor. And mm-hmm. she would not want him to run for president because she's worried about who would they get in for governor there. So I guess people have their viewpoints, which they're totally entitled to have. But unless you look around, and uh, there's one man I don't know much about. I see his name on the side of the road, 
It's uh, Brian. Uh, what what is it? it? Deer Elk. Crossing. Oh no! You know, what's his name? Could have been. Could have been. Mm-hmm. I believe. Oh, now I forgot his first Brian, name. Brian, you said. Oh, Brian M. I think it's M- Maluk. Mm-hmm. I don't know who he is. He's a state representative. <clears throat> not familiar but with I, it. Yeah. No, I'm not either. I guess I'll have to look it up online. But you know, um, golly, I'm, I'm so glad that Larry's, you know, doing somewhat better. And uh, Larry, I have constant pain seven days a week, and I try to do the best I can. And my doctor said, you can try marijuana. Oh, I, you know, Stu, I would be so embarrassed Why? to go into that marijuana shop. I just can't do it, Stu. Well, if it gave I you some relief, can't. and you know, it could have it in a, like a cookie or something like that. Well, I think they've got oil. Some type of oil they you could rub on yeah, yourself. Yeah, the CDB or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah, but you know my <laughs> thoughts are with Larry, and um, you know I pray all of our residents in Connecticut can come together and make the right choices for us. Okay, here well, in Connecticut, you, you uh, make the choice that you think is right, and that's all right that's- in this country to do so. Yes, it is, and you have a good day. It's beautiful. You too. Beautiful. Enjoy it. Enjoy this one. Bye, bye, dear. Thanks. Hi, thanks for holding. You're on the air. Hello. Hello there. Couple of thoughts. Yep. Kathy Austin, in her latest mailings, is saying that she helped vote out the six roundabouts in <clears throat> Norwich. Really, I hadn't. I hadn't heard that. Mm-hmm. Well. It, it came in the mail on Saturday. And if she did, part of the fact that I'm trying to vote out all the idiots and in control, I think she'll get my vote just for doing that. Number two, I mm-hmm. totally agree with the woman who said that that ad for gold for a company that's trying to get you to buy their gold and using God's name as the salesman is the most obscene thing I've ever heard in my life. Have you heard the ad? Have you heard the ad? I have heard the ad several times. <clears throat> and it, it's saying God is telling you to buy this guy's gold from this company. And in my mind... That is pure con man garbage, <clears throat> and your station ought to have enough. Well, if, if, let me just say this: if that wasn't a syndication spot, and it was a local spot, I don't believe that we would put it on. <clears throat> yeah, I know. Well, have your have your company fight back against. Uh, mm-hmm. Because that's ridiculous. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not going to stick up for it for sure. It doesn't make any sense to me and probably doesn't make any sense to anybody, but uh, I'll be looking for that commercial. I've not heard it yet. Yeah, well, pay attention because it's on. Okay, sir. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Chronological facts. Oh, boy. Are you... Uh capable of withstanding them? Uh, I don't know. I'll find out. Okay. <clears throat> well, tried to get the state to do over the guardrail 
Boeing. And it requires, uh, what would you call it? How's it hanging? Um, the machine reaches over um, and is able to get over the guardrails on the steep slopes and keep the intersections clean, particularly. Well, guess what? The state no longer has one in the vicinity because it went to the scrapyard. It didn't even go to uh, resale, and uh, no new ones are uh, on the horizon. So um, Governor Lamont is saving money. Now, uh, of course, is he specifically the one to determine how much money the State Department of Transportation receives? I'm not sure. But he has to certainly be involved with cost-cutting. Why do we have a big budget surplus? Why do we have a big budget surplus and rainy day fund? Um, with the inflation we have, what happens? Every percentage of tax you pay goes up and up and up, whether it's food, whether it's fuel. Anything uh, you purchase has a higher uh, tax income from it. So you add it all up, and you get a big rainy day fund on spent covid Stimulus money? Huh. So, the thing now going back to the roundabouts is a big smoke screen to cover up on what the state is doing, what I've just described. Now, under, I think it was the early Malloy years, the big scandal was the state had brand new uh, highway trucks sitting in a yard unused. And the uh, now, the issue is opposite. They claim 12- and 14-year-old uh, trucks and uh, tractors are what they have to work with. So they have a lot of maintenance issues. So uh, are you, or do you have money invested in, uh, shall we call them, uh, uh, what, what, what's the word, uh, bungees? I mean, after all, if it breaks, put a bungee cord around it and take a couple wraps with the bungee cord and hook one end to the other. So it is back to the hooker repair. So The hooker repair? The hooker repair. Mm -hmm. So, um, the, and going back, you know, I mean, like, like the people here, we don't have money, so we're on the uh, old uh, baler twine repair. So um, my point being, uh, a lot of this about infrastructure is just only for certain big projects. So they're going to do the bridge over the Connecticut River of the train. It should have been done years ago before they electrified. So it makes a big, big scene. They're going to put in six roundabouts. Wow. What is the state spending all that money on? But they aren't spending money where they should spend it. And people are not getting the services and we're paying a lot of taxes. My taxes went up double after they'd gone up in a certain category 700% 15 years ago. So put to double, uh, you know, you have to cut way back yourself and, and become almost extinct to, uh, to be able to uh, pay the bills. So all these taxes are coming into the state under Governor Lamont, and he's not spending the money. So... I think I'm going to vote uh, uh, Bob Stefanowski. All right, sir. Thanks, sir. Uh, may I add one other thing? Yes, sir. 
um, the benefits, if at all, under COVID, which uh, occurred under Governor Lamont, are due to expire December 15. Now, that's one month after he uh, is no longer in office. So he's going to, not only is his attempt to help people uh, purely, I think, more political than anything, but it's sent to expire immediately after he leaves office or uh, after the election. So the new person in office is left with a big, 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 big problem. And he's going to be accused of wild spending and depleting the rainy day fund and the transportation money because the items haven't been replaced and routine maintenance, preventive maintenance has never occurred. And i got to go, but you put a lot of thought into it. And yeah. Thanks for the call. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. I agree with that last caller, everything he said, because that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion. And I wanted to say um, the tone that changed um, the United States was when Biden got in, he said the tone was, was, if you ain't black, you know, you can't vote for me or vote for me if you're black. That set the tone. And for me, um, the changing of food boxes with Aunt Jemima on there and Uncle Ben's, the songs, the mascots, destruction of statues and, and whatnot, and kneeling at the flag, done it for me. That was the tone he set. That's why we are in the situation we're in. All right, my friend. Thank you. You're welcome. In all fairness, the uh, tearing down of the statues were during uh, Donald Trump's administration and also the kneeling of the flag. But it has continued and certainly has uh, appeared to be getting worse. But they have stopped the tearing down the statues because they made some kind of a ruling you just can't go in and tear down a statue. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's how it went. WICH, hello. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Uh, yes, sir. I, what, it, what I'm calling about is the paper the, the day mentioned that uh, Mr. Biden wants to phase out coal now. Two days before the election, he did he did make that remark. They're kind of uh, stepping it back now, but he did make that remark. Well, I tell you what, with all the vo early voting, probably a good number of no telling how many people who live and do those jobs have already voted, and I think they're going to be highly upset because all right, he changed his mind now, backing off. That's the problem with early voting. Yeah. Gets his people in. He's going to bring it back. Okay, and that's about it. Thank you. You're very welcome. Yeah, early voting, and then you find out thing about, things about your candidate, or there's a, a later debate. That's why I don't know this early voting deal is. Um, I liked it the old way. Producing wire, rope, and welding, hydraulics, and hospitality. These things may not have a lot in common to you and me. But Congressman Joe Courtney knows they're just some of the industries and the jobs fueled by a strong shipbuilding economy. So, as chair of the House Armed Services Subcommittee on Sea Power, 
Joe Courtney worked with both Democrats and Republicans to double the Navy's budget for submarines. Just one of the reasons Joe Courtney is ranked Connecticut's most bipartisan member of Congress. And for us, Courtney's leadership on submarine production is producing jobs and economic opportunity in Groton and New London, but also from Plainfield to Enfield, from Basra to Tolland, from Ledyard to Waterford, and on and on. Economic development from shipbuilding and a stronger future all across eastern Connecticut? Yep, now those things go hand in hand. Just like job creation and Joe Courtney. I'm Joe Courtney and I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Why should you have your blood pressure taken regularly? I'll be back in a minute with a few reasons. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. The main reason you should have your blood pressure taken regularly is that most people with high blood pressure have no symptoms. For these people, there is no other way to know if they have high blood pressure than to get blood pressure readings. Slight elevations in blood pressure can be treated with lifestyle and diet changes. But because high blood pressure can put a strain on the heart, arteries, and kidneys, a person with high blood pressure might be prescribed a medication to control it. The goal is to avoid a heart attack, a stroke, heart failure, or kidney damage. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly sunny, becoming less humid, unseasonably mild, a record-breaking 76 expected today. Clear, cooler tonight, 39. For Election Day tomorrow, sunny, cooler, 57, another breezy day, and then Wednesday, sunny and 56. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. That's a day Weather before. anytime at WICH.com. Thank you, Mr. Announcer. It's 75 degrees the day before Election Day, and so you're letting it all out. It's okay. Anything you want to talk about? Uh, we have uh, had calls coming in from the beginning of the program, and for the first time, we do have an open line. So if you got a little frustrated with the busy signal, you can reach me now at 860-889-5252. Once again, 75. It should get near 80 today. Good morning. This is Halar Campos, MD. I have been a physician in the Norwich community for over 17 years, and I am concerned about the direction that our community is taking regarding its health, education, over our children, and the economy that we're all struggling with. I would like you to come join me on November the 8th and support Pietro Rocky Carmadella for State Senate. On November 8th, please vote row 4B, Pietro Camardella. My name is Pietro Rocky Camardella, and I have approved this message. Pay for by Rocky for CT19. 1143, welcome. You're on the air. Hi. Hi there. I, I uh, 
got my uh, 1941 Zenith console radio restored and running. Oh, good. Okay, now, I'm looking for a scratch, you know, like a, one of them lace doilies to put on top of it, and I cannot find one. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because that would look really pretty on top of there. Maybe we can find you a lace doily for your radio. The, the cabinet is showroom condition. Mm-hmm. It's still got the original grill cloth in it. The, the thing sounds beautiful, even on shortwave. Oh, boy. I like it. It's so, nice. It's so the 1940s, uh, you said? 1941 Zenith console radio. Hmm. Does it yeah. play the old shows? Um, well, a lot of the radio stations on the automatic were, they don't even exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know that, yeah. You have to tune it by hand. Well, that's a nice uh, nice piece of furniture there. Yeah, and I, I really enjoy it. It really sounds nice, and I, I'm enjoying it. So, uh, But yeah, looking for a, you know, like a lace doily, that period, mm -hmm. you know, how, I, I don't know where to find them. Well, if there's one out there, we'll find it for you. What's your number? Oh, um, yeah, 860-710-3078. 710-3078. Yeah. Yep. Uh, somebody has to have one of these old doilies mm -hmm. that I could put right on top of there. It would really look nice. All right, sir. Good luck. Thank you. Okay. Hello, doily. Well, hello. Welcome to the program. Hello. Okay, Stu, I just want to tell him where you can get those doilies. Really? Okay, that's, that's neat. You can go down at Classic Country Furniture in Uncasville, and they have loads of those old-fashioned doilies. Well, that's amazing. Classic Country Furniture in, in Uncasville. In Uncasville. It's across from that uh, stop-and-shop gas station down there. Wow. I've got quite a few. They got a lot of stuff, especially for Christmas. They got a lot of those doilies, and I was down there the other day. I don't think I've seen them anywhere, but uh, obviously uh, you have, and that's a good tip for the gentleman. So, yeah, I hope he's listening. All right, thank you, sir. Okay, Stu, take mm -hmm. care. Classic Country Furniture in Uncasville has the doilies. Don't hear that word much anymore, do you? Hello, you're on the air. Uh, yes, I'm calling the used swap shop, if I could, please. Go ahead. Okay, I have four mm. items in the Raw Craftsman uh, brand products. A tow-behind lawn sweeper that could be towed with a tractor, or you can walk behind it. I was asking a particular price, but I reduced it dramatically because I have other equipment I use, so I have no use for it. The next one is a, a Craftsman gas-powered, gas and oil-powered string trimmer. I reduced the price on that. I have a Sears, uh, I have a lawn and garden tractor that you hook up the back of um, a tractor. The price I lowered for that, I don't have any use. It's what they call yard man. It's, I believe it's connected somehow with wheel horse brand. It's a trailer. Last but not least, the Craftsman lawn roller. It's a big one that you tow behind the tractor. Uh, that I had a price I was going to ask for it, but I'll reduce that too. I have no use for it. I live in Norwich, and they can get me at area code 860-949-8119. 949-8119. Thank you. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, we squeeze in a little uh, swap and sell during this time of day on our program. Give you a chance to uh, move some stuff out, move some stuff in. 
Sometimes you can find some very rare things you may be looking out for. So, I'm going to play a little tune, and then if you'd like to check in on anything, 889-5252 is the number. Now I had the time of my life. No, I never felt like this before. Yes, I swear it's a truth. And I owe it all to you Cause I the time of my life And I owe it all to you I've been waiting for so long Now I finally found someone to stand by me
time of my life No, I never felt this way before never felt Yes, I swear It's a truth And I hope it One of those songs in Dirty Dancing, the movie, and uh, they had a great soundtrack. That was one of the songs. I had the time of my life. It's a very cute email that was sent to me. I wanted to share it with you. Maybe you've heard it before or read it before. I don't know. Its uh, title is Why Parents Go Gray. The boss of a big company needed to call one of his employees about an urgent problem with one of the main computers. So he dialed the employee's home phone number and was greeted with a child's whisper, Hello. Feeling put out at the inconvenience of having to talk to a youngster, the boss asked, Is your daddy home? And the little boy said, Yes, whispered the small voice. May I talk to him, the man asked. To the surprise of the boss, the small voice whispered, No. Wanting to talk with an adult, the boss asked, Is your mommy there? And the little boy said, Yes. That was the answer. He said, May I talk with her? Again, the small voice whispered, No. Knowing that it was not likely that a young child would be left home alone, the boss decided that he would just leave a message with the person who should be there watching over the child. Is there anyone there besides you? The boss asked the child. The child said, yes, whispered the child, a policeman. Wondering what a policeman would be doing at his employee's home, the boss asked, may I speak with the policeman? And the little child said, no, he's busy, whispered the child. Busy doing what, asked the boss. Talking to daddy and mommy and the fireman, came the whispered answer. No growing concern, the adults, and even worried, as he heard what sounded like a helicopter through the earpiece on the phone, the boss asked, What is that noise? And the little boy said, A helicopter. A helicopter, answered the whispering voice. What is going on there? asked the boss. Now alarmed, in an odd whispering voice, the child answered, The search team just landed the helicopter. Alarmed and concerned and more than just a little frustrated, the boss asked, Why are you there? Still whispering, the young voice replied, along with a muffled giggle, They're looking for me. I thought that was very cute. And I wanted to share it with you this morning. can just picture that, huh? Oh, yes, we have... uh, Six minutes till noon. If you want to put on a swap and sell item or call on anything, you're welcome to do so right now at 889-5252. And don't forget, after the news, a bunch of old songs. Our lunchtime oldies. 
But it's not just any oldies. It's a, a different mix every day on our lunchtime oldies. So let's see what's going on now. Wednesday, Mobile Food Pantry in Norwich, 4 p.m. to 5. Three Rivers Community College, New London Turnpike in Norwich. Families will receive fresh produce and other non-perishable food. No registration required. Families served on a first-come, first-served basis. Following will also be on site to assist TVCCA, case management, child care, and preschool programs, employment training, energy assistance, financial education, housing services, WIC, senior nutrition programs, and volunteer service. The UCFS Healthcare, Health Services, Health Connecticut Insurance app, medical home care coordination for kids with special health care needs. So that's going to be Wednesday. Don't forget, learn a lot. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hey, Stu. In this hour, I have a question. You have a question. Yes. I, I made me think of it because I'm watching Old Brother. We are now, and they're going to have to hitchhike because they lost their car. You're watching a lot of telly these days, buddy. What you got? Yeah, it's a very good show. I, I like the little studio that they uh, sung in. Um, with the big antenna beside it. But anyway, speaking of hitchhiking, the question is, have you or anybody ever picked up a hitchhiker, you know, in the past? Nobody would want to do it now. I have. And how was it? Was it good, or were you scared? Well, one time I pitched up a hitchhiker, and I thought it was one person, and um, next thing you know, there were about five that jumped out of the the branches, and the... uh, and jumped in the back seat of the car. But it was oh. all right, but it was a kind of a scam because I thought it was yeah. just one person that might be in trouble. And so yeah. I made a choice never to pick up a hitchhiker again. Oh, wow. I guess that's how they came up with the highwaymen. Yeah. Um, because of highwaymen, that's how came, they came up with highway patrol. How about you? Did you, uh, did you ever pick up a hitchhiker? I did. Uh, hardly ever, but one time I remember in Huntington, Vermont, I lived on a mountain road mm-hmm. almost to the way up to the hiking path parking lot, and I couldn't believe it because I'm I'm going to work one day. It's all dirt. It's a network of dirt roads, and this uh, big guy's hitchhiking with a backpack. So I picked him up. He just wanted to be brought to town. I guess he wanted to uh, go to the general store and get some food. Um, but the thing was, he threw his pack and back, but that guy smelled ripe like he had been on the trail for uh, 20 days. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, he, he, you know, nothing bad came of it. I just rolled down the windows after, and I, I after that, I wondered, was he homeless, or was he one of the people that hikes the long trail, and he just came out of the long trail to get cleaned up for a day? Yeah, sure. So was it hard to get the smell out of the car? It wasn't bad. You don't want to. You want to know the worst smell to get out of the car of another situation. I don't know. Should I dare ask? Go ahead. Well, well it's not a swear word. Anyway, Ricky F. in Westerly, he ate a hamburger. Um, he was a friend of mine, so uh, he was in the passenger seat of the car. I just got cloth interior. Uh, and guess what happened? Right at the stoplight, he's sitting in the car. He lost his lunch. Yeah, he vomited oh, right into my okay. a, dash right through the defroster, and I had to sell the car like Seinfeld probably would, too. I was afraid you were going to go there, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Oh, that God. I, I, after that, I thought, should I have taken a hose from the inside? Well, there, were, there were people that do that. They'll clean cars for you. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, that was a... I can, uh, I can see you uh, going, torturing yourself on that one. Yes, yes. I, I, what did I do? Oh, 
I went, I bought that car, I traded that car for a car at Chris, no, at um, the, the old Datsun dealer, mm-hmm. and I went across the street, brought that car back, and I bought a uh, an AMC Spirit, which they don't have anymore. Um, All right, my buddy. I, I got to get parts clunk. Got to get ready for news. Got to get ready for news. But thanks for okay, calling. So, yeah. Hello, welcome to the program. Well, hi. I'll just keep you a second. I know it's almost noon, but um, in uh, talking about what that guy just said getting rid of smell. Uh, to me, um, when you buy a house, um, you don't know who's been there or what's been there. Uh, cigarette smoke and cat pee. <laughs> I know How about that, that? That's that's the hor- That's horrible to get that cat pee out. Oof. It's 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 gross, especially if it's got wall to wall carpeting. And mm-hmm. we finally had to rip everything up. And the house we're in now, we've been there 13 years. And the guy was a heavy smoker. Yeah, don't don't and buy it, a place it, till they clean that up. I got to run for the news. You bet. Okay. Bye Thank soon. you. WICHAM 13.5 FM W233 DB in Norwich. It's noon. Here's news. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The midterm elections are just hours away now. Democrats and Republicans are issuing urgent appeals on the last full day of campaigning before Election Day. Jennifer King with that report. More than 41 million ballots have already been cast in a midterm election that could have a powerful impact on the House and Senate and the final two years of Joe Biden's presidency. The president continues to stick to Democratic strongholds like New York, where he campaigned for Governor Kathy Hochul on Sunday. Give me two more Democrats in the Senate. We keep control of the House. We're going to codify Roe v. Wade in January and make it the law of the land. Former President Donald Trump again teased to run for the White House while campaigning Sunday for Florida Senator Marco Rubio. We were a great nation, and we will soon be a great nation again. I'm Jennifer King. Also at townhall.com, despite claims that Georgia's new voting laws would suppress the vote, more people than ever have cast ballots early. SRN's Laura Winters has the latest polling trends from Atlanta heading into Tuesday's vote. Early voting here in Georgia has ended. Record turnout this election cycle, 2.4 million people voting. As for the latest poll numbers leading into Tuesday's midterm elections, Republican Governor Brian Kemp ahead of Democrat challenger Stacey Abrams in the Real Clear Politics average of polls by eight points. Turning to the Senate race, Republican Herschel Walker with a razor-thin lead over Democrat Senator Raphael Warnock, 0.4%. So a tie at this point. Laura Winters for SRN News, Atlanta. The stocks are now mixed and campaigning winding down now for midterms that will determine which party controls Congress. The Dow is ahead 143 points, but the NASDAQ 42 points lower. More on these stories at townhall.com. Stock market have you nervous with massive fluctuations? With the impact of inflation, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. But with Vantage Point, you won't have to guess. Text money to 813-813 to find out how you can forecast market trend changes with up to 87.4% proven accuracy. That's right, 87.4%. Text money to 813-813 and find the consistency and confidence you've been looking for in your trading. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. No more guessing when to get in or out of a trade. 
need, text the word money to 813-813. We'll send you a link to our free live training. Protect your hard-earned capital with Vantage Point. Text money to 813-813. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. By texting in, you agree to the terms available at vantagepointsoftware.com slash disclaimer and consent to receive calls and text using automated technology or pre-recorded voice about offers or info by or on behalf of Vantage Point. Your consent is not a condition to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text money to 813-813. A plane crashed Sunday morning into Lake Victoria as it approached an airport in Tanzania, killing 19 on board. Officials say it was raining when that aircraft plunged into the water. Police in the Philippines accusing the head of a prison service of ordering the murder of a prominent journalist. The police have filed a murder complaint against the Bureau of Corrections Director General Gerald Bantag and his deputy security officer, Ricardo Zulueta. The alleged gunman, Joel Escorial, surrendered to authorities in October after police broadcast his face from security footage. Police believe the gunman received the kill order from prison inmate Cristito Villamor Palanya. He too was found dead after being suffocated with a plastic bag. Investigators have accused Gerald Bantag and Ricardo Zuleta of ordering both murders. BBC correspondent Laura Bicker. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. Another one of the 12 railroad unions nearly approved its deal with the major freight railroads on Saturday offering some hope that the contract dispute might be resolved without a strike, even though two other unions rejected their agreements last month. Concern remains of an economically devastating strike. Some California residents putting the squeeze on City Hall for rent caps. Low-income tenants in the San Francisco Bay Area suburb of Antioch got legislation passed capping rent increases at 3% a year. But the City Council vote was 3-2, to two and the win is tenuous in the majority black and Latino town. California lawmakers approved landmark statewide render protections in 2019, but with high inflation, tenants across the state are taking to ballot boxes in city councils, demanding even more safeguards against shoddy living conditions and unresponsive corporate landlords. Rhonda Rockster reporting. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. It's time for Stu Breyer's Lunchtime Oldies Break. Nobody mixes memories like Stu. Here's your musical mix master, Stu Breyer. Talk about love and romance 
Just like Romeo and Juliet, huh? Welcome to our lunchtime oldie break. Mixing them up a little bit different. Uh, John Lennon uh, had a thing with number nine. One of the albums by the Beatles, it was just a song that kept going number nine, number nine. And then when he uh, became a solo artist, he had a song called Number Nine Dream. May not have heard this in a long time. Thank you. 
a word of that either, but it was done by John Lennon. It's called The Number Nine Dream. Kind of a rare, rare vinyl by Johnny Lennon. Here's a couple of guys who could understand everything they sang. Uh, the Everly Brothers. I kissed you, oh yeah, things have really changed since I kissed you, uh-huh, my life's not the same now that I kissed you, oh yeah, mm, you got a will about you. I kissed you, oh yeah You don't realize what you do to me And I didn't realize what a kiss could be I kissed you, oh yeah You don't realize what you do to me And I didn't realize what a kiss could be I kissed you, oh yeah, I kissed you, uh-huh, I kissed you, oh yeah. Don and Phil, boy, they sing great together, huh? Stu's lunchtime break, WICH, high today, 77, and that's where it is right now, 77 degrees. We should save some for tomorrow, it's going to get cooler. Here's Rod Stewart, this old heart of mine. Time to break away I feel you're going to stay Lonely night 
that come, memories that flow, bringing you back again, hurting me more and more. Maybe it's my mistake to show this love that I feel inside. Cause each day that passes by, you got me never knowing if I'm coming because I love you. I love you, yes I do, yes I do, wait for me. I try hard to hide my hurt inside, this old heart of mine always keeps me crying, the way you treat me leaves me incomplete. Got a guest after 1 o'clock for a little bit. Should be interesting. Uh, Sheldon Jacobson, founder, professor of computer science. Going to talk about um, when we turn the clocks back. What really is the deal with it? Where did it start and uh, how it affects us? Should be interesting. 
Of course, uh, you probably turned the clock back this past weekend, right? Because of daylight savings time. Actually, Benjamin Franklin was among the first to suggest daylight savings time. So we'll talk with uh, Sheldon after the news. I'll give him a call. And uh, it's a topic I don't think we've ever had a guest on before. But we will certainly get one after the 1 o'clock news. By golly. Right now it's 12.19. Stu Breyer with you. It's the lunchtime oldie break. Producing wire, rope, and welding, hydraulics, and hospitality. These things may not have a lot in common to you and me, but Congressman Joe Courtney knows they're just some of the industries and the jobs fueled by a strong shipbuilding economy. So, as chair of the House Armed Services Subcommittee on Sea Power, Joe Courtney worked with both Democrats and Republicans to double the Navy's budget for submarines. Just one of the reasons Joe Courtney is ranked Connecticut's most bipartisan member of Congress. And for us, Courtney's leadership on submarine production is producing jobs and economic opportunity in Groton and New London, but also from Plainfield to Enfield, from Basra to Tolland, from Ledyard to Waterford, and on and on. Economic development from shipbuilding and a stronger future all across eastern Connecticut? Yep, now those things go hand in hand. Just like job creation and Joe Courtney. I'm Joe Courtney, and I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. This is Nick Kaplinson, president and CEO of Dime Bank. Is your bank changing names or worse, disappearing completely? We've all seen too many times, once the name changes, so does everything else. Maybe it's time for you to skip the new paperwork, fee changes, and big promises that come from a big out-of-state bank. At Dime Bank, we're welcoming customers who've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. As far as the weather is concerned, and uh, you don't have to be concerned today, it's going to be very nice, high 70s, but then much cooler tonight. So as you're going out, get that jacket out because it'll be in the... 30s. How about a song from Australia? Of course, it's about kangaroos. There's Rolf Harris. They're interesting animals. I don't know if they make good pets, though. Help carry your groceries. Old Australian stockman lying, dying. And he gets himself up onto one elbow and he turns to his mates who are gathered around and he says, Watch me wallabies feed, mate. Watch me wallabies feed. They're a dangerous breed, mate. So watch me wallabies feed all together now. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Keep me cockatoo cool, curl. Keep me cockatoo cool. Oh, don't go acting the fool, curl. Just keep me cockatoo cool all together now. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. And take me koala back, Jack. Take me koala back. He lives somewhere out on the track, Mac. So take me koala back all together now. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. 
Tiny kangaroo down in sport. Tiny kangaroo down. Let me abos go loose, Lou. Let me abos go loose. They're of no further use, Lou. So let me abos go loose all together now. Tiny kangaroo down in sport. Tiny kangaroo down. Tiny kangaroo down in sport. Tiny kangaroo down. And mind me platypus duck, Bill. Mind me platypus duck. Oh, don't let him go running amok, Bill. Just mind me platypus duck all together now. Tiny kangaroo down in sport. Tiny kangaroo down. Tiny kangaroo down in sport. Tiny kangaroo down. Play your didgeridoo, Blue. Play your didgeridoo. Uh, like, keep playing till I shoot through. Blue, play your didgeridoo. All together now, tiny, tiny kangaroo, kangaroo down sport. Tiny kangaroo down. Tiny kangaroo down sport. Tiny kangaroo down. Tan me hide when I'm dead, Fred. Tan me hide. When I'm dead. So we tanned his hide when he died, Clyde. And that's it hanging on the shed all together now. Time me kangaroo down, sport. Time me kangaroo down. Time me kangaroo down, sport. Time me kangaroo down. Keep a kangaroo in your trunk in case you need a jump. You know that, uh... I don't know if I have any jumper cables in my car. I just reminded myself to get some. Well, we all know that last week, uh, the passing of Jerry Lee Lewis. So I wanted to play a couple of songs by Jerry Lee. This is, of course, his best-known song. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain Too much your love drives a man insane You broke my will, a ball of three Goodness gracious, great balls of fire It's just great balls of fire. Show is fun. Come on, baby. Run crazy. 
goodness gracious is great. Balls of fire. Terry Lewis's uh, biggest hit and his second biggest hit was a song called uh, Whole Lot of Shaking Going On. And I'll tell you, when he was uh, entertaining, man, that guy had some energy, huh? Picture him at the piano now, rocking and rolling. Yes, I said, come on over, baby, baby, you can't go wrong. We ain't faking, oh, a lot of shaking going on. Well, I said, come on over, baby, we got chicken in the corner. I said shake, baby shake. I said shake, baby shake. I said shake, baby shake. Said, shake, baby, shake. Come on over, oh, a lot of shaking going on. Oh, let's go. very popular in rock and roll and I thought we'd shake things up a little bit on our lunchtime oldies. I'm all sugar. Well, bless my soul, but what's wrong with me? I'm itching like a man on a fuzzy tree. My friends say I'm acting wild as a bug. I'm in love. I'm all shook up. Shaking and my knees are weak. I can't seem to stand on my own two feet. Who do you think of when you have such luck? I'm in love. I'm all shook up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, please don't ask me. 
me what's on my mind I'm a little mixed up on the field fine When I'm near the girl that I love best My heart beats so it scares me to death When she touch my hand Oh, what a chill I got Her lips are like a volcano that's hot I'm proud to say that she's my buttercup I'm in love I'm all shook up Ooh. When I try to speak My insides shake like a leaf on a tree There's only one cure for this body of mine That's to have that girl and a love so fine She touched my head and what the chill I got Her lips are like a volcano that's hot I'm proud to say that she's my buttercup I'm in love I'm all shook up When he shook up, when he was shook up, the girls would be shaken up, watching him out there in the stands. Hey, there was a song before Elvis sang that one by Bill Haley and the Comets, a little shake song with an additional rattle and roll. Get out in that kitchen and rattle those pots and pans. Get out in that kitchen and rattle those pots and pans. Cause I'm a hungry man I said shake, rattle and roll 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 Well, you'll never do nothing To save your doggone soul Wearing those dresses Your head done up so nice Your heart is cold as ice. I said, shake, rattle and roll. 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 Well, you never do nothing to save your doggone soul. I'm like a one-eyed cat peeping in a seafood store I can look at you, tell you don't love me no more I believe you're doing me wrong and now I know If you had a big lunch, maybe slow down a little bit on the shaking. But here's a song by James and Bobby Purify, our little shake medley. 
Shake a tail feather. Hey. milkshake while I'm listening to this. Um, Four Tops had a song called Shake Me, Wake Me When It's Over. Start with a little gentle shake here. Here are the tops. All through this song and sleepless night I hear my neighbors talking She don't love Saying that out of my life When lovers are soon be They say she don't love it, she don't love it. They say my heart's in danger, cause you're leaving me for the love of a stranger.
instead of a big shake, huh? Come on, wake up, let's go to the disco. We've got some shaking going on here under the strobe lights. Some of them are creepy, they give me the shakes. Here's Casey and the Sunshine Band. Shake your booty. We know what he's talking about there. Casey from the disco era. Finally, the last song in our Shake Medley. It's only fitting that this song is called, well, he'll tell you.
Okay, we're going to relax a little bit after that. Uh, by the way, uh, that song is called Shake. That's it. One word. Shake by the great Sammy Cook. I promise I'm going to slow it down after this break. No more shake. Bobby's, you're going to love it. It's that time of year again. The holidays are upon us with Thanksgiving right around the corner. Balby's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram would like to give back to the community. All month long, we'll be hosting a food drive to help those in need. Feel free to drop off canned goods and non-perishable items to our showroom at 395 West Thames Street in Norwich. In addition, for every new vehicle sold in the month of November, Balby's Motors will donate a turkey to the food drive supporting veterans at New London Homeless Hospitality Center. Planning a road trip to a family gathering this holiday season? We've got you covered with our Black Friday sales event. Drive with confidence in any of our 4x4 vehicles within our Jeep lineup or Ram pickups. We have a great selection of models on the ground ready for immediate delivery. Or visit us online at Falvies.com where you can begin a custom pre-order meeting your needs. Thanks for your support and happy holidays to all. We look forward to seeing you soon. Falvies, you're gonna love it. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. As our state senator, Heather Summers is delivering results for Eastern Connecticut and challenging the status quo in Hartford. Fighting for our families, Heather Summers worked across party lines to pass a $600 million tax cut, stood with police to keep our communities safe, and defended parents' rights in our schools. Fighting for lower taxes, Summers successfully eliminated retirement taxes for seniors, expanded the child tax credit, repealed the tax on medical centers, and paused Connecticut's gas tax. Fighting for affordable, high-quality health care, Heather Summers passed a landmark plan to combat the opioid epidemic, helped ensure first responders with PTSD get the care they need, and passed solutions to expand access to care for women. 
Heather Summers is fighting for our families, for lower taxes, and to deliver results for us. I'm Heather Summers, candidate for state senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Heather Summers for state senate, Constantine Adipos, treasurer. The 1950s gave us some wonderful soul singers. And this is one of the original, this is the original of a song that was a big hit for the McGuire sisters, but it first came out by the Moonglows. Sincerely, the original. Pretty sincere singing that song. Huh? Here's another great voice from the 50s, Tony Williams, who was the big voice with the platters behind him, and uh, they had so many hits. Here's one you don't hear very often, but I think you'll remember it. I'm sorry for the things I've done. I know that I'm the fool. 
We accept your apology. How are we doing on the time? Six minutes before one. Did you ever play a game called Oxen, Oxiali Oxen Free? Well, actually, there's a song about it here. Oli Oli Oxen Free. That's it. All right. Oli Oli Oxen Free. Here's the tree. Still play that with hide and seek. Time to let the rain fall without the help of man. Time to let the trees grow tall Now if they only can Time to let our children Live in a land that's free Ale, 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 oxen free Ale, 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 oxen free Time to blow the smoke away And look at the sky again Time to let our friends know We'd like to begin again Time to send a message Across the land and sea Ale, 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 oxen free Ale, 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 oxen 
to see the fairness of a children's game. Time for men to stop and learn to do the same. Time to make our minds up if the world at last will be. Ali, Ali. term in a long time. Ali Ali Oxen Free. I think we had something when we played hide and seek and we were running back to where we were supposed to be and we would yell that for some reason. I have no idea. Except one time I ran into a brick wall and it was a good wake up call. In the meantime boy this hour goes fast doesn't it? Our lunchtime oldies. How about something by the Pilltown Men? The Pilltown Men. It's the Lone Ranger. Who disguised as Clark Kent? No, that was somebody else, right? Everybody thought he was a bandit because he wore a mask. These days, everybody wears a mask. Next time, I'm going to give away a pair of tickets to a wonderful show sponsored by the Norwich Arts. Boy, they have got some great shows, and we're going to give you a chance to see one. These tickets, a pair of tickets, $25 each. We'll give them away next hour. course is the William Tell Overture. Of course we know it as the Lone Ranger theme song. It's funny it all changed when the beginning of the Lone Ranger came on the air and became the theme song for the Lone Ranger. But it's actually the William Tell Overture. Personality Radio WICHAM 1310 Norwich and FM W233DB in Norwich. 
After the news, we have a guest and then a big giveaway. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. As Election Day nears, Republicans seem to be gaining momentum. Most polls indicate the GOP will take back the House of Representatives and possibly the Senate, too, though by a narrow margin. Nearly 40 million Americans have already cast their ballots. New York's last Republican governor weighs in on the current gubernatorial race in the Empire State. George Pataki tells the New York Post he believes GOP candidate Lee Zeldin could pull off an upset similar to his own back in 1994. In Pataki's words, this is a real cliffhanger. Clearly, the momentum is with Zeldin. Pataki, as a relatively unknown state senator, defeated three-term incumbent Democrat Mario Cuomo. Pataki says the failure of Hochul and the Democrats to deal with crime and change the pro-criminal laws they created has provided the opening. Rich Thomason reporting. Also at townhall.com, on the battlefront, the mayor of Kiev, Ukraine's capital is warning residents that they must prepare for the worst this winter if Russia keeps striking the country's energy infrastructure. Vitaly Klitschko says that means he cannot rule out residents having no electricity, water, or heat in the freezing cold. He said Ukrainian workers are doing everything they can to restore services, but the public must prepare themselves. Rotating blackouts were taking place in Kiev and nearby regions. Correspondent Jeremy House reporting. Elsewhere, Russian forces were stepping up their strikes in the fiercely contested eastern province of Donetsk. The region's governor says the strikes have almost completely destroyed the power plants that serve the city of Bakhmut and the nearby town of Solidar. On Wall Street, stocks remain mixed. The Dow had 222 points, but the Nasdaq down fractionally. More at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. The men's and women's winners in the New York City Marathon are both from Kenya. But the event is much more than just determining the fastest of 50,000 runners. Janelia Roberts is running her sixth marathon, and she says there's nothing like it. The New York crowds are like nowhere else. You know, turning into Central Park, when you're in New York, (laughs) you're like a rock star. The 55-year-old thyroid cancer survivor running to raise money for research. Her husband has cancer now. That form of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is incurable. So training and getting through the runs a lot was just being able to do something that he couldn't. The marathon has 500 official charity partners. Last year, close to $48 million was raised. Julie Walker, New York. Georgia has tightened its hold on number one in the Associated Press College football poll. TCU climbing up to number four. Alabama drops to number 10. Breaking news at townhall.com. 
Human rights group Amnesty International warns the proceedings of COP27 in Egypt could be stained by the death of one of the country's leading rights activists. The group's secretary-general, Agnes Kalamad, says Egypt had the more than 72 hours to save the life of jailed dissident Allah Abdel Fattah, who's also a British citizen, if the authorities do not release him within days. The activists on a hunger and water strike. The crisis shines a spotlight on Cairo's human rights record as a wide-reaching crackdown continues under President Abdel Fattah el-Sisi. Kalamad said at a news briefing in Cairo, if they don't want to end up with a death that they should have and could have prevented, they must act now. I'm Charles Dilatesma. Another check on Wall Street. The Dow had 280 points and the Nasdaq has moved up seven. More at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. And it's a pleasure to have with us Sheldon Jacobson, founder, professor of computer science, director of the Bedtime Research Institute, Department of Computer Science. How are you, sir? Welcome to the program. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be with you today. Well, it's a pleasure. And uh, did you turn your clock back? Yes, we've followed all of the directions as we're supposed to, whether we like to or not. <clears throat> I know every year we go through the same thing. Let's let's get rid of it. Let's keep it at one thing. Is it better for people? Another thing. But you've got some interesting facts about daylight savings time, and uh, what kind of research have you done on that? Well, daylight savings time has been found to actually produce a very, very small but measurable amount of energy savings. Uh, the challenge is trying to align when people are most active when daylight. And we, of course, go on daylight savings time in the summer, and then we come off of it, and now we're in going to be regular uh, or standard time. Now, the challenge, of course, is people have to switch every six months approximately, and that of itself is disruptive to people's activities, to their thinking. And we've seen, in fact, an increase in automobile accidents after people have to do this switch. So the question is, should we have one time? And, of course, the Senate passed the daily savings time would be their permanent time for the country. The challenge, of course, is getting uh, uh, the House to agree to it, and they have not taken up the bill. So where are we at right now is we're still going to be switching our clocks uh, twice a year, whether we like to or not. We've been hearing this for years, that they want to just keep it at one or the other. So uh, if uh, they do change it, which one do you think we're better off keeping, uh, Sheldon? Well, it's a challenging issue because ultimately different people benefit depending on where you are in the time zones. In the, in the northeast, uh, where you have you know, the Boston area, Connecticut, all of this area, uh, when you have daylight savings time, what you've done is that you've shifted the time clock, and the effect actually is to some degree minimal. When you get to the western side of the eastern time zone, uh, like in Indianapolis, that's when you're going to see it most pronounced if we did not, in fact, do this switch. So, in some sense, if you look at the biorhythms of people, it tends to be more aligned with standard time. But, once again, Senate went ahead and passed daylight savings time as being the permanent, and now how do we undo that? Well, the House is undoing it by not acting upon it. So, in essence, it's six of one, half dozen of the other. It's trying to monkey with the natural spin of the earth and its position to the sun and at the end of the day what we really need to do is come up with one which one we choose is less critical that we actually go to one how long does it take our biorhythms uh, and i'm sure you look into this quite a bit with the average person i mean i felt um, 
a little spaced out yesterday, a little bit, still today a little bit. How long does it take us to adjust? Well, think about when we travel between different time zones. We have an adjustment period, uh, which we call jet lag. And it's the same effect that we're seeing here. Typically, it takes around one day per hour for most people. So within one or two days, we're adjusted to it. I have read through the years, uh, Sheldon, that um, it can be detrimental for one's health. Have you heard much about that? Yeah, there have been some studies which has indicated that the incidence of heart attacks, for example, does increase after people have switched the clock. So uh, different people are sensitive in different ways, and we've seen this phenomenon occur. You know, these are purely observations that have been made, but once again, they've been consistently made over the years. Fact or fiction, they say this all started with the farmers. Excuse me. Farmers wanted it light uh, later or light earlier or something like that, and I have here that uh, maybe Benjamin Franklin started it. Well, there's a number of stories which have gone around in in terms of the source of it, and all of those certainly have some credibility. Uh, The fact is we're dealing with it today, and we have to deal with the fact that in a a 20th, 1st century, in a modern time uh, where most people live in cities, uh, we have to think more pragmatically, saying what is best for the population, and ultimately not doing the switch is critical. Once we decide what to do, then we will adapt to it. Of course, it's not unusual for there to be uh, stagnate in the uh, in Washington uh, every year. What are we going to do this way or that way? Do you feel that this the time has really come for the next one that we are going to keep it one way? Well, no one can predict how Congress is going to act, obviously. Mm-hmm. And there's so much gridlock and conflict that exists. Uh, after tomorrow's midterm, we may have a split government where we will have different parties controlling Congress as well as the, the executive branch. So that will create another level of conflict, which it's not clear how that will pan out. But if you're looking for one issue that everybody can agree upon, this is it. I hope so. You know, we're tired of it, and maybe we're just tired. Uh, Some states, they do whatever they want, right? They can leave it at the same or they can go with it. Uh, Is that right? Yeah, Arizona certainly, uh, th- th- they ignore all of what ev- everyone else uh, does and just sticks with one time, mm-hmm. uh, and that's perfectly acceptable, and states can make that decision. Of course, if you ended up with a hodgepodge of different time zones at different times of year switching, it does create some confusion, especially when people are traveling across the country or from one state to another. It'd be nice if we had some kind of policy that we can put forward that can be consistent along the board, along the lines of that, because people don't want to switch their clocks anymore. I think we can all agree upon that. The question is, which one do we end up on in? My personal preference is daylight savings time, but then again, uh, I also live in the Midwest, so maybe that's part of the factor. So uh, with the time difference uh, with you, what is it, a couple hours from here? Uh, well, we're, we're, in right now, we're, we're in the central time zone, so we're one hour different from the eastern time zone. Uh, if if everything was not switched, uh, we would simply have a you know different times when we'd have our light and when we'd have our day. Daylight saving time is very convenient in the summer. If we went to it in the winter, we're going to have a much darker morning, but we're going to have a lighter afternoon. And Would that be preferable? I think a lot of people would prefer that, which is why I believe the Senate passed their rule, uh, their law. The question is, uh, is is that going to be able to please everybody? And the answer is no. You'll always have people who would prefer something different. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, a decision has to be made.
So funny, last night I said uh, to my wife, I'm going to bed, it's 9.30. She said, how can you go to bed so early? And I'm saying, well, it's not really 9.30, but, you know, it's 10.30. But it takes a while to uh, adjust to all that. Exactly. It takes a day or two for most people to, to acclimate themselves to the new times. And then once that passes, we have another, you know, several months where we just don't even think about it until the next switch, mm-hmm. which will be back in March. I did like when I woke up this morning at 6.30 that it was light, when it's not usually light when I do that. So I said, okay, this isn't so bad. So when you you drive home today, it's going to be much darker. Yeah, so you uh, do a lot of things like that in your research as a computer science professor? I'm a data scientist, so I look at data and try and tease out insights on interesting issues which are of importance to people and try and explain it in a manner that helps people understand and appreciate what the data is saying. Is there anything else we need to know about daylight savings time? Because the first time I've actually interviewed somebody on it. Well, the key is, of course, to uh, continue to follow it until the laws change, because otherwise you're going to end up either arriving too early or too late for some appointment. And the other thing is, for the 48 hours after the cruise, and we're in it right now, just be a little more cautious. Mm-hmm. You said it affects driving, which is really interesting, because people are more apt to be tired, because it's not the, really the, the time they're used to. Well, anytime we have to make an adjustment, our our brain has to kind of catch up to our body, and it just that adjustment means that we're going to be a little bit off in our judgment, and we're in that period right now. It's going to be quieting down by the time we get up tomorrow morning. Well, it's nice ca- talking with you, Sheldon. It's uh, it's great to get your insight, and certainly you've uh, you've worked on studying this. So, what's your best bet? Is this going to um when it's time to move the clocks ahead, we're going to leave it there? Uh, well, at, at this point, we're going to have to flip a coin on that one because nobody can predict what goes on in the minds of our uh, political leaders mm-hmm. when they make these decisions. So I can't tell you what's going to happen, but I do hope that something happens so we, have, we don't have to change clocks anymore. Well, my golly, we've been talking about this every year. Hey, thanks for checking in today. Well, thank you very much, and have a great day. And remember to get to get to bed a little early tonight so you can adjust for tomorrow. All right. Good point. Thank you, sir. Bye now. Sheldon Jacobson, founder, professor of computer science, director of Bedtime Research Institute. <laughs> thought it would be kind of uh, neat to check in with somebody who uh, has been dealing with this for a very long time, and I don't know if it's ever going to change. But who knows? Takes a little while to adjust. The brain says, hey, what are you doing? You're on the air. Welcome. Well, I agree with you, Stu. I went to bed an hour earlier than I normally do, and I go to bed fairly early, Mm -hmm. like 7.30. So it was like 6.30, and my husband came downstairs and said, is it me, or is it just like, you know, the time change? And he's like, yeah, I'm ready for bed, too. And then he woke up an hour earlier, and so did I, than I normally do. Kind of throws you off a bit. Well, you know what I do all day for like the probably three days. I go, well, it says it's five thirty, but it's really, you know, six thirty. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's not right. I thought that this was nature. I had no clue all these years that this was a um, predecided thing. And supposedly it was the farmers, but I heard that's not true. I don't think I don't think uh, people really know. To be honest with you, you know this. 
This says that Be- Benjamin Franklin might have been the f- first one to do it. You wanted. You remember growing up, we we always heard it was because of the farmers because they yeah. had to get up so early, so they needed some more daylight. We always heard that one. That was the big one. Yeah. The farmers. Yeah, well, maybe it was. And I'm 60, so I, I just I don't know. I I feel like you though today. I felt out of it and. Uh, but I'm a half full girl, so neither I didn't care. I'm just like, if the sun's out, I don't really care for this warm weather, but I'm dealing mm-hmm. with it. You don't like this warm weather? <laughs> Not when it's this um, <clears throat> stage of the game in November. I've got my air conditioner on. I'm in the house. I did about an hour's chores outside, but I, I don't care for it. No. I like well, fall when it's supposed to be fall. Don't worry. Tomorrow's going to be normal. I know. Thank you for your kindness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friend. Thanks. Bye. See you. Bye-bye, Stu. See ya. Uh, daylight saving, daylight come and do we want to go home? That is a day. All right. Anybody out there having, uh, for the first time this year, lots of allergies and stuff? I've never had this before, and then I find out there's so many people are walking around coughing. And uh, is there something new in the air, or is it, or is it just me? I love when somebody is it warm in here, or is it just me? No, you're a walking thermometer. Welcome to the program. Hi. Nice day. Hello. It's a nice day for it, whatever. Yeah, we'll take advantage of it, huh? Right. Better than shoveling. <laughs> you know, on this time thing, mm-hmm. I wonder why, I'm not Wonder Man, but I wonder why we couldn't split the difference. Yeah, compromise. Yeah. <clears throat> Instead of going the whole half hour go a half hour and leave it there. Well, that's a good point. We'll put that off for thought. If somebody brings that up in Washington. <laughs> I know what happened. <laughs> okay, thanks. Have a good one. Yeah, in the middle of an argument in Washington, maybe somebody could bring that up. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Um, you know, on the daylight savings time thing, it was started under Woodrow Wilson in 1918 um, to put us on war footing. So it started way back then. Well, that kind of makes sense. We well, always... a lot of times they wanted us to keep our lights out. Well, not us, but I mean, keep, Americans keep your lights out so bombers went over or anything like that. I know they only had those old-fashioned airplanes back then, but I believe it went back and forth in World War II. And I'll tell you, being a dairy farmer, my mother and father couldn't stand it because the animals are on one time frame, and then you change the clock, you really do mess them up, you know? And any mm. animal that's on a, a regular schedule is going to get messed up along with the yeah. people. But I'll tell you, it's hard to sleep with this uh, full moon garbage going on right now, too. And you are right. It's really weird. I woke up, well, yesterday I was hoarse. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. Although, a little joke, like you would say, I love horses. But no, I was horse, and I'm like, what the heck's going on? I'm clearing my throat, clearing my throat, and I was horse. And I will also tell you one thing that's going on now. And this is for Sylvia, anyone that lives in Preston. This happened last night, and I did call the state police, and I just told them on Troopy what happened. Out here, where we live, at the crossroads and everything else, we got all kinds of roads going up and down. But, of course, they're not that far from Route 2, and these are just side roads. Um, uh, I believe it was a car loaded with teenagers. 
And I remember what happened in New London under Black Lives Matter when they drove through the streets and they were letting off fireworks on people's lawns and it was causing fires. Last night, I'm hearing boom, 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 boom. And I mean big booms. That's not, not good. Crack, 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 little firecrackers. <clears throat> no. Mm-hmm. These were, if they have canister types, these were gigantic. I thought someone was shooting, but I did hear a lot of high, you know, teenager type stuff going on. I look out my window, gigantic fireworks going off over the trees, um, up to our roof, and we've got a big house, and the neighbors, and it, these are regular gigantic fireworks. Now, my son, one of my sons said, I've been hearing that in the middle of the night and wondering what the heck was going on. It's like, like bombs going off. So they're up to no good, Nicks. And they drove off, and they were all laughing and having a ha-ha, hee-hee. So I told the state police, I just want you to know what they're doing. Because I said, if it's dry, that can cause a fire in the dried leaves, you know. And we're, I don't care. You know, we got, we got trees everywhere. Tons and tons of dried leaves. So that, so that was one thing I didn't you, need I'm, yesterday. I'm glad you reported it. I don't know what's going to come of it because they're long gone. But uh, but if anyone's hearing boom boom around Preston, there's somebody driving around having a good old time, letting off gigantic fireworks. And I will say one more thing. We had um, a Marvin type incident in town unexpectedly and that's all I'm going to say of somebody very well known and young somebody who passed away you're saying yep and I hope you know I hope it is put in the paper it's going to affect a lot of people and I didn't need to hear that yesterday either it only happened on this weekend, but... You don't want to mention it? So, no. Okay, no, that's because fine. I looked in the paper today, and I, you know, like <clears throat> on the Marvin thing, no one knew, and until it comes out, but, you know... Are you sure it happened? Oh, I know it happened, because I got a text message saying, you know, we're going to keep up the services that he had, mm-hmm. and, you know, I thought, I'm going to have to get other people to do what he was doing, you know, on a month, a weekly, whatever. Well, it's very sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, especially when you're only in your 40s, and it's not right, just like that, and I'm like, I read in USA Today, <laughs> uh, over the weekend, they're saying people in their 20s and 30s are having strokes, and people, I know no one believes the thing about the shots, okay, but people that are young should not be getting them because it is causing well, it's, it's, myocarditis it's and really, it's, it's a and difficult things, it's, but you never know. It's difficult, Susan, it really is when you think of how many people lost their lives with COVID. All right, thanks for calling. Okay. See ya. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. <clears throat> As you know, there was a, wasn't on your news today, but it was on Channel 8. Last night and today at noontime, another shooting in Nor- Norwich over just past the police station. Woman in critical condition got shot in the head. Oh my God, that's awful. Today? Yeah, right up on Route 32. That's the second shooting in Norwich within a week. Oh, and I believe there's been at least five shootings in Norwich already <clears throat> this year. So 
This is uh, not typical. Uh, when I worked back in the 70s and 80s, uh, we went some years without one shooting in knowledge. Is there any other information? Like, was it a drive-by or something like that? Or No, it just says a woman uh, got shot in the head on Route 32. Uh, and that's up past the police station, West Dame Street. Mm-hmm. And she's in critical condition. Mm-hmm. But that's what the TV said <clears throat> on chat. Well, these things can happen anywhere these days, of course. You always have to have uh, your guard uh, going on there. Well, a lot of shootings, though, at Fanaw, which uh, this is uh, unusual <laughs> as far as I'm concerned for for uh, mm-hmm. uh, for, for this uh, for this city. This is this is not good. This is going in the wrong direction um, for for this kind of uh, stuff. And the Post today, New York Post, uh, you're going to find this funny. Big big letters: U.S. migrants. Flood Mexico. U.S. migrants flood Mexico. Now, you've got to think about that for a minute. You know how many people that they called that flood Mexico since the beginning of the year, since January? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, now, you know we've had five million that have come here already, right? At least, yeah. Yeah, five million. And a million of them didn't, didn't get checked in with the Border Patrol. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so five million came into the U.S. from Mexico and from other countries, 164 countries to be precise. You know how many people went to Mexico from the U.S.? 8,000. 8,000? <laughs> and they called out a flood. Yeah, that they don't know what a flood is like. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. You believe that? There's, there's an article at the Post better correct. <clears throat> okay, the Post is always some, something interesting always in the Post. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so... And one other thing on the border, which I'm referring to again to the woman that called this morning, and nothing against her, I think she's she's smart, uh, but she said that she called uh, Fox News uh, uh, entertainment. Yeah. So uh, here's where I got to go against her on that. Fox News is the only one who covers the border seven days a week, showing all the illegal immigrants, all five million of them, in the last uh, 12 months that have crossed the border, both day and night. They have the night vision that shows the people at night um, coming across the border. And not only that, which is maybe you might find that important or not important, but the most important thing is about Fox News, and since she thinks it's entertainment, is all the fentanyl, the synthetic fentanyl and the heroin and cocaine that they have seized, 1,200 pounds of it in one month at the southern border, and the 100,000 people who have died in our country from the synthetic fentanyl. One pill, not an overdose, I'm talking one pill Mm -hmm. of that synthetic fentanyl will kill your child, okay, or kill your nephew, or kill somebody in your family. And I don't find Fox News to be entertainment. No, believe me, I I have a problem with the rest of the news stations who don't cover this, and I'm going to tell you why. I don't, co- I don't consider this to be a Republican or a Democrat issue. This is an American issue. It should be. And it should be covered by every news station, ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, and MSNBC should cover this every day like Fox News. This is a very important issue to the American people. It's a matter of life and death for a member of your family. So for them not to cover this and to make it a partisan uh, issue... The news media is a disgrace. 
It's a pathetic disgrace, in my opinion. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, I've watched all of the networks, and it's disgusting. I'm so grateful. They don't cover it. It's I'm so grateful we have Fox News. Believe me, uh, it means yeah. everything to have them, and they, they so do have... So if you have... think Fox News is entertaining, that's fine. But you know something? Fox News gives you some very important information also on what's going on in our country that, unfortunately, the rest of the news stations don't cover. And they let the other side speak as well. I don't know people don't realize that, but they do, and many of the Democrats don't want to go on Fox News because they're going to get tough well, like questions. I said, this should not be this should not be a Democrat Republican issue. This should be an American <clears throat> issue. I'm surprised it's not uh, the number one issue. By the way, CDC just came out with a statistics after a study. Eighty-two percent of the hundred and ten thousand people that died was from the. The fentanyl, the synthetic fentanyl, crossing our southern borders. Mm -hmm. It wasn't from prescriptions that were given to patients from a a doctor's office. All right, good stuff, Larry. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Hello, you're on the air. Thanks for holding. Larry and that woman, back to back. (laughs) Oh, there you go. (laughs) I find it funny. Um, He misunderstood. Oh, first about the shooting in Norwich. He touched touched on so many subjects. I was disappointed your news station didn't cover it. It's like two miles, three miles from your station. Um, it was in the driveway in the condominiums in that area. There was a man and a woman arguing. Oh, okay. Um, someone called the police. That's new Channel 8 later on had this info. <coughs> and before they got there, before the police got there, they heard a gunshot, and they found the woman face down in the driveway with a bullet in her head. So that wasn't good. And yes, it is a shame that there's see Larry, and I agree on that, that there's been so many shootings in, in Norwich. But he misunderstood what I said about entertainment. I'm not calling Fox News entertainment. I don't find it entertaining at all. They are registered with the FCC as an entertainment station. You have to register with what type of station you are. CBS or whatever, you know, at the news station, CNN is registered as a news station. I'm not calling them that. You they know, are calling themselves you know, Fox that. Has, Fox has two different, you know, Fox has two different channels. There's the Fox I'm Network ca- and then there's Fox News. Right, I'm talking about Fox News. Okay. Fox News, look it up. I don't care what it's registered at. Fox News is, in my opinion, is uh, on top of more news than any of the other I know, other but ones. why do you think they register themselves as an entertainment channel. I'm just wondering about that. Think about it. I don't know. All I know is they break stories and they do stories that no no other networks do. So that's all I, I know, care about. I know, but I'm just saying it's not me. I'm not saying oh, it's entertainment. I don't think it's entertaining. And I watch the lock the local Fox News sometimes, the Channel 61. I think they're fine. Um, it's just the national one. But no, it's not me. It's themselves calling themselves an entertainment station. Now, what is WICH registered? with the FCC app. Personality radio, entertainment, you know, a little of everything. Yeah. We have a little um, of everything. Um, and I was glad to see one other caller agreed with me. I like his word obscene about that commercial. So you say you don't have no control. They're calling God to tell you to buy gold. If the national network aired a commercial that said, God said to go shoot up heroin, would you well, would you air it, Stu? No, of course, that's a totally different, totally no, different I, story. Why, that means you have control over it, though. That's what I mean. So if, it, if they came and said that, you would pull it. But this is something that's equally obscene to me. And 
your that's station not equal, that's, I hope upper management's listening. That's not equal to somebody saying go and shoot yourself or something. No. Okay, listen, well, uh, good I think point. it's pretty I, sad that they're using God to sell gold to people it, who might not know a thing about gold. Well, I will bring it up. I haven't heard Thank it you. yet, but I will bring it up. You don't listen to the commercials during your own show. It aired three times during your show. When, when the uh, when it's on network news, sometimes I'm running and oh. getting a sandwich. I know, or you got to take a bathroom break or whatever. But I mean, I've, I mean, yeah, I've only heard it, breaks. you know today, and it was multiple times. Okay, thank you, and everybody, go vote. Okay, go vote, everybody. It's so important to me. It's one of the most important midterm elections in our history. That's my opinion. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. Uh, Susan, I heard the bang-bang in the night. Um, I believe it echoed all the way around mm-hmm. last night. But I had a crazy thing happen. What's that? Um, well, uh, I was going to call the police, and I did not. But I, um, someone with a, um, what do you call it, a motocross bike, mm-hmm. a couple of them, Stopped in front of our mailbox a few days ago, and uh, of course my husband, you know, he ran right out there saying, "What do you want?" Uh-huh. And these these kids are punks. So my other son said, "Mom, they've been doing this stuff to get into your mail and get your credit card oh, bills, or, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that." So I didn't call the police, but I I won't let my husband run out there. Don't have him do that. To get confrontation, uh, confrontational with some punks like that. Now, what time of day was this? Oh, about one o'clock in the, during the day. During the day, and um, you think they were yeah, looking? My husband, my husband wasn't very. He just didn't. He asked what they were looking for, and they said that they used to live here. But I've been here a long, long time, and the kids are very young. So you're not and sure they, that they were actually looking and weren't going to look into your mailbox? They just may have they, stopped there? Well, they were in the mailbox. They were in the mailbox? Looking, yes. So they opened it uh, up. Then mm-hmm. there's new power lines going up through Route 2, and we've seen them going up there into the power lines. I don't know if you've noticed, anybody's noticed a big, wide... Uh, um, uh, electrical wires coming through big, big poles. So, I mean, there has been some trouble, evidently, with the dirt bikes. Well, listen, so, if you, anything looks suspicious, you should always investigate, call somebody. You should call mm-hmm. somebody. I mean, they had their gear, their garb on, <clears throat> but it wasn't like a regular motorcycle, you know. You, you know, know what I mean, I'm just because they have garb and they're doing this, that doesn't mean they're doing anything illegal, but if you feel there's something wrong, Mm. Notify the police. Well, it is against the law for anybody to go in your mailbox. Oh, absolutely. And look at your mail. It's a but, federal offense, yes. Yeah, and you know, Susan, we get a, a lot of things of press that are changing. And um, I, I hear a lot of guns and whatever they are going off in the middle of the night. <clears throat> Sometimes it scares me. But, you know, we'll just all stick together. Okay. And uh, Stu, have a good day. And I, I don't find the news entertaining at all because I believe that all America is involved with the drugs. No, it's we not, all are. Believe me, I, I, find the, I find the news depressing. But, My uh, God, yes. 
I mean, it's it, we're all we're not exempt from it. Any single one of us. I tell you, we, we are, are very not. lucky, very lucky to have the Fox News Network. I'm telling you right I, now I because so. I, I have compared I, and the stuff they leave out on the other networks and lie, it's it's incredible and it, it's it's unbelievable. I got to run, but thanks. Okay, thank you. Have a great day. We take a short break. Eight eight nine five two five two is the number. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. This is Mayor Pete Nystrom, along with School Building Committee Chairman Mark Betancourt, speaking with you concerning the school bonding referendum that's on the ballot November 8th. State reimbursement will reduce Norwich's cost by two-thirds, and we may be able to save more than that. Failing to pass this referendum will force the city to pay for repairs to existing schools with no state reimbursement and actually cost the city more than building new schools will. I, for one, do not want to pour good money after bad trying to support an inefficient and old system that costs too much to operate and doesn't properly support our students. With state reimbursement, it will actually cost less to build new. It will allow us to save operational costs, provide the best opportunity for our students, and make Norwich a more attractive community in which to live. Building new schools just makes sense. This is Mark Betancourt. I ask that you please support the school building referendum on November 8th. This ad was paid for by attorney Samuel Browning and or Mark Betancourt. I have a giveaway coming up in a few minutes here. You're on the air. Welcome. Yeah, hi. Hi there. Yeah, I heard heard, uh, heard that about Fox News. You know, there was a, a billionaire in the 70s that was he was looking to buy ABC, CBS, or NBC, whichever one he could buy, and I, I, somehow he got blocked. He wanted to turn it into a conservative station before Fox News came around. You know, the, 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 the left is they're doing the same thing online. Uh, they they do not like to hear other opinions, other points of view. No, of course not. As far not. as they're yeah. concerned, mm-hmm. their orthodoxy is the point of view, and everything else is just plain it's unacceptable for one reason or another. Whether it's bigotry or you know whatever, but bigotry is like probably their their number one charge, the most effective charge. You know that's what they're using right now with their cultural revolution when it comes to gender. You are now a transphobic bigot if you're opposed to the castration yeah. or just the mere indoctrination of little of little kids. And of course, Fox News is—they uh, don't think this is right. They think it's a tragedy, uh, and I agree with them. Um, I think that they're too sympathetic to the transgender cause. They—they they, they bring Caitlyn Jenner on. They had a Fox News short where they profiled some like 14-year-old transgender. Uh, I think it's child abuse. Uh, there's, I, I don't see an argument to the contrary. You know, especially in 14, there's a, it's a little bit gray area, but I think it's a little child. When you get down to like four or five years old, and there's a lot of them doing that. Preschool, they're teaching gender theory. When you get to that age, and they start transitioning socially, or they start taking the chemicals and the hormones, this is being celebrated. And in fact, our president is was just... <laughs> Um, he was just interviewed by this guy that goes around and like it's, instead of blackface, he uh, he's like a woman face person. 
He just started becoming a girl within a few months ago. He used to be a, a Broadway performer, but he wasn't very well known. Now he's very well known on TikTok, on TikTok as this woman, and he's just going on and, and prancing around in such a demeaning way. Uh, basically, it looks like a parody. And uh, the, the president, after this guy has been in the transgender community for just a few months, invited him to the Oval Office. They had an interview. And the president believes that it is just plain wrong and immoral to to ban such surgeries for children well, or even the chemical castration. Or in any my opinion, the, the, this is what the president thinks the votes are going to come from. He may be wrong, and he may find out. That's all I can tell well, you. I can tell you right now that he's wrong. You go and speak to anybody. You, you, know, you There's a very small number of people in the real world that I meet here uh, that are at all sympathetic to that cause. A lot of them just shut up. Um, especially when you get into core Democrat Party constituencies. Like, you notice the Hispanics are starting to run away from the Democrat Party. If you talk to black people, I think a lot of black people are just held in by solidarity. They think it's a racial thing, I guess. But the, most black people aren't crazy. They don't believe that men can be women and women can be men. It's, uh, it's well, basically a, a large minority of white this people. This is about the, as far as I'm concerned, it's view. about the age thing. You don't don't mess with youngsters. Let them get a little older, and uh, but don't start it when they're, you know, my confused even when kids. they're older. Like, uh, I saw, mm-hmm. you know, you see the, the, the guy in University of Pennsylvania is swimming as a woman. The Olympics is now going to allow men into the women's bomb category. Well, I don't agree with that. And on and on it goes. What about a woman if you're at Planet Fitness and you see a guy taking <clears> off his clothes in front of you? I don't think women are going to feel comfortable about that because guys are stronger. Hey. Guys have a proclivity <clears> to commit um, unspeakable things to women in places like that. Right, i got to run, but thank you, sir. Hello, welcome right. to the program. Hey, Stu, I mean, it's bad enough we have these politicians lying uh, to us voters and this and that, but as far as, like, a talk show host lying to us? Oh, come on, about that commercial about God wants you to buy gold, okay? We all know it's about the advertising dollars, okay? So, you know, stop pulling the wool over... Uh, what do you mean? You know, I, I have not heard outside. that commercial. What are you talking about? It's a commercial about, you know, God wants you to buy gold that, that's aired on your... Uh, yeah, your, well, uh, that's a that's a syndic- try to explain it. It's a syndication commercial, uh, and yeah. it, it goes on in between because uh, we run the news, the town hall news. It's called, and they squeeze that in. But I'll address it. I haven't heard it. I'll address it to m- my boss. Yeah, well, I mean, I might be Italian, but I'm not stupid. Okay, it's all about the advertising dollar. Everything is about the dollar, the dollar. Okay, so you know. It's, it, uh, <laughs> You know, don't don't lie to us, okay? We know what it's all about. It's all about well, money, money. I didn't money. say it wasn't about the money. Why they put it on? Yeah. Of course, they think they're going to do well by it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hi, Stu. Hi. Well, uh, I understand we're supposed to uh, vote on <laughs> early voting. Um, you can vote, have early voting, but uh, if you don't do it today, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, yeah. And I, I think we all should vote against early voting. There's more chance for illegal voting. And um, <clears throat> one way or another, it's going to cost taxpayers more funds because we'll have to pay poll workers or workers to handle the votes, and it'll cause more confusion. 
Well, it's certainly a lot more confusing from the early days when I used to vote, that's for sure. And I would like to say that that lady that talks uh, down about Fox News <clears throat> never listened to it, and I'd like to know why. She's probably because she's been told not to. Listen, I don't agree with everything they say on Fox News, but can I compare it to the other ones? It's not even close. Uh, it's not, uh, I wouldn't call it entertainment. No, I mean, there's some talk show hosts on there that are entertaining. It's hard to sleep sometimes after the listening. Uh, boy, tell me, they a, tell me about it. Man, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, take it easy, Stu. Don't listen too much because we want you on our program. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Yeah. Hi. Good afternoon, Stu. Yes, sir. Well, uh, uh, a lot of your listeners talking about uh, whether Fox or CNN, uh, entertainment or news. Um, there is another station or two that uh, is on par with Fox mm -hmm. News. Yes, there is. In that it's a conservative approach to the news, and that's something called Newsmax. Newsmax. I don't know how many people have that on the cable, but I do, and you're right. Newsmax. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very, very good uh very good in-depth reporting of major issues, as well as uh, uh, international and local. Another channel that's interesting that I haven't spent a lot of time on, uh, but it's called Sky, S-K-Y News. Mm -hmm. And it will have different countries of broadcasting origin. So you might get Sky News Australia. So you'll get some Australian uh, news reporter talking about the U.S. situation, or it's like watching BBC and getting the English uh, input as, as to what's going on here in the States. So it's all good. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you want local news, I have heard local news, uh, when I say like a Channel 3 type thing. Oh, yeah, or that's Fox different. Local mm -hmm. NBC station. Mm -hmm. they, 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 they talk about fentanyl in, in, in a way that's not really in-depth. And maybe they do have some local. I don't watch a lot of the local stuff, but um, that, but I have seen things on there. Um, social media. Just, just, a, just a quick uh, word about social media. I don't know the demographics of your listening audience, but I get the impression it's it's a it's a you know fifty and up type of audience for the most part. But it's the younger people that are attracted to something called TikTok. Oh yes, ah yes. And our Mike Pompeo was recently just the other day talking about uh, how important it is for the U.S. to restrict TikTok in the United States. Mm-hmm. Why? I know why. I know you know why. It's the same reason we ought to... Uh, it's the same place that fentanyl's coming from. You know, it's interesting because uh, Donald Trump wanted to get rid of TikTok, but uh, obviously the new administration had no, no guts <laughs> to get rid of it, but it is a direct connection to China who can really feed in the inform information from it. And uh, we shouldn't have it. Yeah. Um, all I can say, you know, again, we're, uh, sometimes the audience that we're talking to isn't the audience that needs to hear this over and over again. But for heaven's sakes, don't share your personal oh. uh, personal likes, <clears throat> personal uh, uh, feelings uh, on social media. 
you got it's almost you have to clean up your act i'm not saying you personally but generally speaking you have to have a clean approach when 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 commenting and doing things uh on social media the the big brother over there the communists are paying closer attention than we are to what's going on and Mike Pompeo, if, if Donald Trump doesn't get in, I hope Mike Pompeo's the, the man. He's very well-versed and, and spent time in a lot of these countries, knows, knows what's going on. It's amazing, and, how we, it's amazing how we've been to certain countries that would like to take us off the face of the earth. And we, we have them make products. We have them do some of our pharmaceuticals. We, uh, we go along with their TikTok and all that. I don't understand it. I don't understand when, that. When, when Donald Trump was president, he, as I'm sure all your listeners can remember, how uh, vocal he was about bringing business back into the United States from uh, other countries and preferably from China. Well, I got to tell you, I put a list together and went to, went to one of the big box stores just the other day. And all I could find of four very different items were items that were made in China. I know. And Me I said too. to myself, wait a minute. We can't make a battery? We can't make a nightlight? We can't make a, a bucket? A bucket? To put something in the bucket? Uh, what's going on here? I can't, well, find, I can't find coat hangers that aren't made in China. I can make a coat hanger. I don't get it. I don't get Well, I do get it. I, I, I do get it. It's money. This company is... This this current administration is so is so socialist and so anti-American. That's what we have. So if you if uh, the man in the, uh, I think it's Larry, his name is, is saying the shootings up and uh, boy, they love chaos. They love Listen, when things I, are falling I, apart. I can't blame this administration for all the stuff being made in China. I mean, this has been going on for. Years and years, True. and I've wondered but what they... he didn't the... pick up where Trump was left off, and that was strongly encouraging businesses to come back to the country. Come here, we'll give you a tax incentive to bring your business back here for our workers. And how in the world can... I don't trust the, the statistics that are given about uh, different things like unemployment. Maybe everybody is scrambling back to get to work because of the cost of things, and that, that could very well be. Uh, but when it comes to reporting the different types of uh, unemployment statistics, there's different things that they might withhold or different things they might add in. Well, nothing would surprise uh, me. I'm going to have to run, but thank you, sir. All the best. All the best. All the best to you, too. All right, well, now I want to give away a pair of tickets, uh, value of the $25 each, so a pair of tickets would be a value of $50. Wednesday of this week, there's going to be a uh, Blues on Broadway show at the Norwich Arts Center. The performer is Sonia Ray Taylor Band. It's a marvelous show. It's going to start at 7.30. Remember, it's this Wednesday. So if you can go to the show... I'm going to take the second caller at 889-5252, and you'll win the tickets. It'll be a will call, so I'll call in your name, and you just pick up the tickets there, and you get to go to the show at 7.30 on Wednesday. So 889-5252, the second caller will win a pair of tickets worth 
Celebrating 35 years, the Norwich Art Center is a vital part of downtown Norwich. Events include First Friday in the Art Gallery and live music in the intimate Donald L. Oat Theater. This week, Wednesday, November 9th at 7.30 p.m., NAC's Blues on Broadway presents the exciting Sonia Ray Taylor Band. Sonia's been likened to a fiery female combination of Warren Hayes, Bonnie Raiden, and Amy Winehouse. From the moment she takes the stage, her talent will mesmerize you. For tickets and more information, visit norwicharts.org. NAC is supported by an ARPA grant from the Cultural Coalition. It's that time of year again. The holidays are upon us with Thanksgiving right around the corner. Balby's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram would like to give back to the community. All month long, we'll be hosting a food drive to help those in need. Feel free to drop off canned goods and non-perishable items to our showroom at 395 West Thames Street, Norwich. In addition, for every new vehicle sold in the month of November, Balby's Motors will donate a turkey to the food drive supporting veterans at New London Homeless Hospitality Center. Planning a road trip to a family gathering this holiday season? Season, we've got you covered with our Black Friday sales event. Drive with confidence in any of our 4x4 vehicles within our Jeep lineup or Ram pickups. We have a great selection of models on the ground ready for immediate delivery. Or visit us online at valvies.com where you can begin a custom pre-order meeting your needs. Thanks for your support and happy holidays to all. We look forward to seeing you soon. Valvies, you're gonna love it. Congratulations to Mike Quarter. You're going to go to a wonderful show, Mike, that's going to be this Wednesday, 7.30, the Broadway show at the Norwich Arts Center. It's called Blues on Broadway. You're going to be raving about it. Sonia Ray Taylor Band will be there. Tickets are $25 each, and uh, Mike has won the tickets here in WIC. It's with Stu. Let's check this line and... Uh, Hi, welcome. Did we lose somebody? Welcome, you're on the air. Hi. Hey, good afternoon, Stu. Hey, you know what? I saw I saw that band on PBS about two months ago. That woman, she is awesome, man. She's lead singer and she plays a serious guitar, man. Oh, yeah. Band. Yeah, I, I told you about her. I think she's from Britain. She's from uh, Great Britain. I hope people will uh, take advantage of having her in the area because it's... Uh Pretty amazing stuff that she it does. Is, You're right. And I saw her on on TV on a PBS whole concert. She was out of this world. I couldn't believe it, man. And uh, and I can't believe. And I believe she said they were going to be touring in the United. Well, touring, you know. And, they, and here she to Norwich. is. She awesome. is in Norwich, right? Yeah, and I did mention it to you about her. Now I got to ask you something. I only get PBS, and that's okay. I, I was going to get this other cable thing, but I don't. And uh, I listen to PBS news, and I think they. I think they do a great job. So I don't know if you ever watch. No, I think PBS. they're better. I think they're better than some of the other ones. I yeah, do think they're better. Yeah. yeah. Well, all the other years I bought cable and watched all the other networks, and I agree with you in so many of them because I listen to different news on the radio. Plus, I listen to your news. But uh, yeah, you know, I think they some some of them just you know it's it is it's messed up, and I agree with you to this. It is. It's not. It, when I watch news and listen to news, it's not it's not entertaining. It's it's a lot of it. It's just uh, negativity and it's just bad stuff. It's a lot of things that they don't cover. Uh, yeah. When we had all those riots, they didn't cover nearly as much as uh, say Fox or some of the other ones because um, it was close to election time. All kinds yeah. of stuff they do. It's it's very sad. It is. 
But whoever got those tickets, they're going to enjoy the show if they really like rhythm and blues. I can tell you that much, too. Okay, good, Mike. Uh, who won them? Thanks, Joey. Appreciate it. All right, it. my man. You have a wonderful day. Enjoy this beautiful day. Still. Thank you. Sonia Ray Taylor is one of the new breed of blues, rock, and soul musicians exploring ways to energize and make the form their own from the moment that she takes the stage. Her dazzling, jaw-dropping musical talent will mesmerize you. I mean, this, this lady is special. Sonia's soaring vocals and scorching guitar work, backed by her husband, guitar virtuoso Ryan Taylor. Tight rhythm section is magical. She's been likened to a fiery female combination of Warren Hayes, Bonnie Raitt, and Amy Winehouse. So if you're interested in tickets, call 608-860-608-1678. And Mike from Norwich just won a pair of tickets from us right now, worth 50 bucks. Hello, welcome to the program. Hello, Stoke. Yes, sir. I believe tomorrow there's going to be a red wave in uh across the country and I do believe that uh, once that happens um, the Hunter Biden thing is going to get pressed and going to get solved and I think uh, when all is said and done that the Joe Biden story he's going to end up one of the most crooked politicians ever in the United States. Thank you. You're welcome. I have no idea what's going to happen really on not to, well tomorrow night when they start counting the the votes. Of course, some places won't be have it done for a very very long time, which is unfortunate. As our state senator, Heather Summers is delivering results for Eastern Connecticut and challenging the status quo in Hartford, fighting for our families. Heather Summers worked across party lines to pass a six hundred million dollar tax cut, stood with police to keep our communities safe, and defended parents' rights in our schools. Fighting for lower taxes, Summers successfully eliminated retirement taxes for seniors, expanded the child tax credit, repealed the tax on medical centers, and paused Connecticut's gas tax. Fighting for affordable, high-quality health care, Heather Summers passed a landmark plan to combat the opioid epidemic, helped ensure first responders with PTSD get the care they need, and passed solutions to expand access to care for women. Heather Summers is fighting for our families, for lower taxes, and to deliver results for us. I'm Heather Summers, candidate for state senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Heather Summers for state senate, Constantine Adipos, treasurer. Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly sunny, becoming less humid, unseasonably mild, a record-breaking 76 expected today. Clear, cooler tonight, 39. For election day tomorrow, sunny, cooler, 57, another breezy day, and then Wednesday, sunny and 56. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. My goodness, where did the time go here? I was just rolling up my sleeves, getting going. And we have uh, just a couple of minutes before 2. So I thank you as always for your participation. All opinions are welcome on this program. And that's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. Thanks, kids. Boy, they always get that right, don't they? It's amazing. They rehearse all day, and there they are. Well, we are done for today. So if you haven't turned your clock back, it may be advantageous for you to do so because um, you could get it could get a little confusing. <laughs> 
Tomorrow is the election day. Finally, find out what happens in the Washington Square, which is the name of this song, and also the local square. Hey, the banjo's back in town, huh? Everybody, please be kind to each other. Don't lose any friends over politics. Not worth it. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. 94.5 W233 DV in Norwich. After the news.